It's like 69, but not as good. I know you can. Not quite as good. <laughs> I don't know why that's funny. Was that recording when we put I don't know. I really hope <laughs> Yes, we were. <laughs> yeah. February. It's supposed to be a 90 something next week. Oh, man. Come on with it. This is the time of the year I just quit paying attention to the date. Well, what is the day of of February? What is 25th? 25th. 25th. February 25th. Okay. 85 degrees, February 25th. And on February 27th, it's going to be 90, 90. 91. Yeah. Yeehaw. I really hope that that's not a precursor to another terrible summer. But anyways, on that dismal note, yep. <laughs> it can only go up from yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what they say? If you don't like it, stick around. It'll change. Yeah, right? Buddy. Welcome. <laughs> I mean, we haven't got to the rainy season yet, so. <laughs> we'll have a two, two days of rain. Two days yeah. of rain, and then 115. But hey. in that two days, we may get 10 inches, so. <laughs> yeah, for yeah, sure. We'll end up flooding. <laughs> I wish it'd stop raining. Uh, hey, welcome back to the show, everybody. We've got another special episode with our elected leaders with us tonight we're joined by charles applewhite and barney graham yeah so that is i it'll be constable and assistant barney just constable barney. and barney, barney. <laughs> okay <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna dive down a rabbit trail with these two gentlemen. oh i'm sure we're gonna be on several <laughs> it's, it's like we can start with the uh the Purple dinosaur, but it's not really the purple dinosaur for you. Is it Barney or is it Barney from like Andy Griffith? I'm the third. You're the third. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. We don't even want to get into my middle name because it's it's a whole other thing. <laughs> so let's just. I mean, it's. Well, I mean, dude, no. It's like worse than Barney. So now, you know. Now we have to know. <laughs> yeah. Yes. You brought it up, man. Yeah, we got it. We got to know. You can't dangle that carrot out in front of us and say. Hey, don't worry. We only have like 27 listeners. So. Okay. Good. Yeah. It won't I get mean, around. I mean, if it's only half as good as Barney, then it's going to be like awesome. Are you ready? Yes. We're ready. Anguish. Anguish. Oh, whoa. You should have been a wrestler. Dude, I'm... Yeah. Wow. I, I didn't even know that. The third. Okay. So, Barney Anguish Graham the third. Oh, wow. What is your wow. pedigree? Where do you... Uh, where, where's your family lineage? Scottish. Scottish. Same. So, the story I got, because I asked, right, once I was old enough to know what my name was, mm-hmm. like, I can't even say that, right? <laughs> um, it was supposed to be Anguish when Barney Sr. was born uh-huh. whenever, you know... 18 whatever, and it was supposed to be Angus. And hmm. They misspelled it, got, it, and it got changed. That's just what stuck it is. with you. So yeah. it's so it's not like anguish, like like bad shit. You know, it's like, don't know. like <laughs> oh well, I, don't cross Barney, <clears throat> man. Charles. Why are you laughing? Yeah. <laughs> I, you forget I've seen you pissed off. Yeah, we've known each other a long time, so yeah. Well, it's, it's better than my Scottish name is Geddes, and if you look it up, Geddes is. Fish. 
Fish. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I'll take anguish over fish. I, I was going more towards wanting, like, get us another drink. Server of men. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Hold on a second. Take that how you want to. It's yeah. yeah. a whole new meaning in this, in this era. <laughs> oh, yeah. You got to be careful with that one. We started off talking about 69 and 79, and here we are. Yep. Whiskey bros. Man, this is, we're descending fast. Server of men. <laughs> yeah. No, that's, that's just, a that's just one of us now. You can have that if you want it. That's the episode name? No, we don't edit on this show. We don't edit. Charles, do you have a cool middle name? Nope. Just just basic Bryant. Okay. Bryant. Bryant. B-R-Y-A-N-T. Why is this? Yeah, it's low, way low. That's why. Okay, can you talk in your mic again? It's Bryant. There, there it is. It is. Yes. Okay, we yep. hear him now. I had him muted. Yeah. Had him muted. Feel bad. What a bunch of rookies. <laughs> I could hear him. <laughs> yeah, no, I could hear Bryant. him. It's just not through the headphones. What is your lineage? Uh... German, Dutch, Irish, and Cherokee. You're an angry person. (laughs) He's a mutt like me. Yeah. Wait, you have uh, Cherokee? No, I'm just a mutt. I just everything. Okay. I think there's even some African-American in there. I mean, obviously. Let's not ask where it shows up. Taste my barbecue. It's obviously got (laughs) African-American roots. Okay. Yeah. We'll take that. We'll stick with that. I don't even We're know. Not, where, I don't even know where to go with that. I don't I don't yeah, right. <laughs> that's, just, that's, a, that's a conversation ender, right there. It is. Yeah. Transitioning thanks, thanks for coming. Into, thanks for having yeah. us. <laughs> transitioning into our main event tonight, uh, we're going to talk about your county constables and what the hell what the hell do they a county do? constable does because it's like nobody knows. And I've I've been the cons- precinct three constable since uh, took office June of eighteen. Okay, and I won a special election. Of course, so, constables. The, uh, there's two elected law enforcement officials in the state of Texas, uh-huh. sheriff and constables. Okay. okay, so that's it. And and constables go by precinct. Yes. Too. So there's sheriff is countywide. Yep. Uh, in the state of Texas, you can have one up to eight precincts. Depend all that's based on your population, of okay. course. And Wise County has four. Okay. And uh, that could always change. That would have to be up to the County commissioners, the commissioner's court, if they want to add another one, okay. should the population get to that point. We're not anywhere close to that right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I won a, won a, it was a special election, and I uh, won, won it in a runoff. Okay. So. Nice. And uh, Who was your opponent? There was four opponents. Oh, man. Okay. I was the fourth one. Yeah. Uh, you want names? Uh, I mean, constable is pretty popular. <laughs> I mean, it's, to it's, have pu- it's public four positions. I guess so. I I kind of want to know what a constable does. I feel bad because I've kind of looked overlooked this spot I've, now, and, and honestly, yeah, four people running for it, so it's pretty yeah. sought after. But so be- before we get too deep in what what one does, let's let's take it back a little bit because we'll stick with how we ran. Are we still holding. talking about why Doc is part African American? Uh, yeah, are we still? We got to get back into that. We, no, <laughs> tell, that, to tell us a little bit about your story. You know how you got into law enforcement and all that jazz. Okay, work, working yeah. up to to now. Well, uh, I graduated college in eight, uh, June oh. of nineteen eighty four. July of eighty four, I moved to. This uh, Huntsville, Texas, with a duffel bag of clothes to go to graduate school at Sam Houston State. Okay. Went to work for the college. and awesome Shortly thereafter, I helped a deputy out one night, late one, well, early one morning, and helped him chase down a s- couple of suspects. And a month later, I'm working for the Walker County Sheriff's Department in Huntsville, Texas. Okay. Oh. Nice. Never well, a dull moment in that area of the state, I imagine. Uh, learned very quickly how to talk to people. Yeah. How to defend myself because 
you were by yourself 95% of the time. You okay. may have somebody right. coming to help you, but he may be 20, 30 minutes away, depending yeah. on where they, what part of the county you might be in. Okay. That was something that's very surprising uh, when we had the sheriff on. Uh, or something I didn't actually consider is, is sheriff deputies are usually not, you know, in the city. They're, they're out of the city. Right. So they are. They're alone. Until help comes around. <clears throat> yeah. But that's yeah. not instantly. Yeah. Out here, it's, you know, for us, it's a little bit different because mm-hmm. you do have Bridgeport PD, Boyd, Rome, Runaway Bay. Mm-hmm. So they do come and help. Uh, but there's parts of this county, you're, so, way, you're way the heck off the beaten path. So yeah. a city police officer can leave the city confines to assist other police officers, I guess? Yes. I didn't know Depending that. on what their their policy is, right? I mean, okay. um, I remember there was a time when you had to be you had to request them. Yeah, like they wouldn't just automatically send them; they had to be requested. Okay, um, he's right about having the smaller agencies that have their own PDs mm-hmm. or the smaller cities that have their own PDs. But you get out down uh, nine twenty, right? Your closest. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got help from Springtown before, yeah, because they were closer, right? Sure. So okay. or Parker County, you get out past Runaway Bay. I mean, and if Runaway Bay doesn't have anybody on that night. <laughs> That yeah, yeah your uh, your help's coming, coming from Bridgeport, yeah, or you get out yourself. there by uh, Blockers po- Blockers Camp. Blockers yeah. Camp, yeah. you know, you get way out there. Yeah, nobody's coming out there. No, and there's usually <laughs> if on a full staff sheriff's uh, patrol shift, there's a sergeant, a corporal, and four deputies. Okay, so and that's if nobody's taken off, nobody's sick. Mm. So yeah, gotcha. All right, so you're a, you're a sheriff's deputy at this point, and. Uh, uh, met my wife in Huntsville. <clears throat> okay. Uh, we got married in Huntsville. And she'd always said, only request she made from me was that she would like to move closer to the Fort Worth area once she graduated because I didn't have any relatives in the state. And she was from the Fort Worth area. Okay. And an old roommate of mine was up in the mid-cities working, calls me one day, says, hey, they're hiring and they want certified officers. So I turned in my application and went to work. In Bedford Police Department in 1988. Really? Bedford? Okay. Yeah. And that's a, at that point, still, I guess, is Bedford more of a small town still at that point? Or is it starting, is it starting to encompass all of the Metroplex? It was, you could see the change in it. More people. Yeah. You got Airport Freeway 121. We got into a lot of stuff. Okay. Uh, So I remember as a kid, you know, when we talked about Keller, when we talked about Plano and Frisco, you could still, like delineate these smaller oh, yeah. towns right. Everything's outside kinda, of the metroplex. Now everything just looks the together. same. It's like, oh, I'm in a new city. Oh, I'm in a new city. Yeah. There, there's, there's times you won't know what city you're in unless you see a city limit sign. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, So the airport, that was like, the DFW airport was like 1980s, right? I think so. Wasn't it built in the 80s? Or no, 70s. 70s. Yeah, was it 70s? But yeah. that, like mid-cities development didn't really start to pick up. Until then, it was still right. a two-lane road. I guess you had airport freeway, but but anything past Grapevine was a two-lane road to get to. South Lake, yes. Keller, Roanoke. Yeah, because I don't think 121 that went north to south there was um, was opened until like the 90s, I think. Early 90s. Or early 2000 or something like that. Yeah. Okay. Because you used to have to go all the way around um, by or into Irving and take 121 up that way. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but yeah, I, I grew up, I graduated from Keller. Okay. So when it was still small town, so they just moved to 5A 
So, oh, well. yeah. yeah. From 4 so A to 5 A. Yeah. Keller was at the end of 1709 and at the end of Roof Snow. Yes. Right? Yeah. And, and, and Roof Snow didn't connect, didn't go yeah. all the way through. Yeah, that's crazy. The amount of development that's happened crazy. to that mid-cities like area in since the 80s has mm-hmm. just is it has felt unprecedented of yeah. course we've seen it but. that's that's for sure so how does how does being a a sheriff's deputy in bedford play into where you are now well after bedford i went to work for the great state of texas hold on i Refresh me. Was were you working for the city or as a, a county? No, I was with the city. Okay, so the you're city a city of police officer. Yes. Then. Okay, sorry. And uh, after Bedford, I went to work for the great state of Texas mm-hmm. and worked for the Alcoholic Beverage Commission. Interesting. The ABC. Okay. Love those people. Uh, what year was that? Golly, what was it? <laughs> I've got. Uh, <laughs> I've been trying to say, was you that guy? I was working that night, but me and my partner were in another part of Fort Worth. <laughs> there you go. Thank you. TMC <laughs> is sneaky. I've got some good stories involving them. <laughs> North, <laughs> that Northside Bank right there in the parking lot. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? Uh, no. No. Northside Bank in like old Cowtown? Yeah. Uh uh. Uh-uh. No. I don't know what I'm talking about. No. Uh-uh. You know what I'm talking about. That's where they used the TABC guys used to hang out because it was a big, wide open parking lot just on the um, south side of Northside. Yeah. Right. And everybody parked there. Uh, oh, man. And okay. you'd be going to get in your truck. And you're like, excuse me, sir. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We, we had some good times in, in Cowtown. You guys made a lot of money on citations. I know that much. And it's, from what I understand, it's changed a lot now. Uh-huh. And uh, they don't. They don't do it the same way we used to do it. Okay. Uh, you know, to me, that if you ever get a chance to read an alcoholic beverage permit, it states on there, uh, this premise is, is, uh, can be inspected by any law enforcement officer. Yeah. It's not just the ABC. Okay. Police, deputies, uh, TA, uh, DPS. They're all in Anybody the can. Mm. Uh, but they never knew when we were going to pop in. Mm-hmm. But I've heard they've changed so much now. There's places that haven't had a TABC agent walk in them in years. Well, most other law enforcement, I guess, is going to walk in in uniform. TABC is typically in civilian clothes, right? Well, but we, when we're out like that, TABC had a rule. You had to wear a coat and a tie when yeah. you went in a licensed premise. Uh, Unfortunately, there's some of these premises uh, I'm not going in with a coat and tie on. Yeah. So, no, we had gun rigs and boots and badge hanging okay. here and – uh, now, if we were going to the Petroleum Club downtown Fort Worth, yeah, we put a tie and our coat on. It was a little different. Yeah. But if mm-hmm. we were going to Joe's shack yeah. out in the middle of nowhere, no, we're not wearing a tie and so, we didn't wear a coat. My most, my most memorable story is, uh, I forget what, I think it's 2003. I wasn't 21 yet. We were at a Pat Green concert. You remember him? Yes. Huge in Texas in that era. And uh, we were sitting in the parking lot and, of course, everybody's you know pre-gaming it. And we're sitting on their coolers and I am like... One of 20 that's not 21, right? Okay. And I look over and all my friends are lined up talking to this guy in like a floral Hawaiian shirt. And I look over at the guy at the floor. I'm like, man, I wonder what the hell they're doing. And I look over and the guy looks at me and I'm just sitting on my cooler and I smile at him and I raise my glass to him (laughs) and give him a little salute. And and, uh, he just nods his head and goes on talking to him. They all come back to like, 
Dude, we just got busted by the TABC. They're here busting people, miners in position. Oh <laughs> <laughs> I guess, I guess the guy thinking I knew who he was and giving them a yeah. little salute was uh, like, nah, he's, he's nothing to worry about. So I didn't get a ticket. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. That part was not really my favorite. Yeah. Uh, if people knew could, would see what we have seen in bar, what I've seen in bars oh, behind the bar, no yeah, mm-hmm. in the back, you'd never go into a bar. But you, most people wouldn't go into a restaurant <laughs> if you saw if you saw it in the, the back kitchen. either. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. And uh, but we, me and my wife and my kids grew up out here in Wise County. We lived here since ninety. Both of my kids graduated from Northwest High School. Okay, and uh, I got I was with the sheriff's department out here. And I got hurt real bad, and I thought my career was over. Yeah. And lo and behold, uh, the they were having a special election for the precinct three constables job. Okay, so you were a sheriff's uh, deputy in Wise County. Yes. When you got hurt, interesting. Yeah. Well, I, was year? A, I was an investigator. Okay, cool. And this was uh, 2013 when okay. I got hurt, and uh, spent seven and a half months on crutches because I have a knee surgery and Achilles tendon repair at the same time. Ooh. So I lost my position there, and during my recovery, they, I'm not going to go into details about it, but there was a problem with the other constable. He resigned. They had a special election. I feel like I know who he's talking about, but we don't have to go into <laughs> details about it. I, 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 I had forgotten until you just said, I was just fixing to ask you, why was there a special election? Uh-huh. But Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Go into details. What What is a special election? Why, why, why would they do that? You're, if, if a, constable, a constable's term's four years. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, let's say you get a, uh, elected. Uh, something happens. You get sick. You have to resign. Mm, okay. The yeah, or you embezzle yeah. like money. Yeah, or you yeah. get indicted. Yeah. Um, the county, fuel, the county commissioners know, sure. and the commissioners court oh. can, the, you know, commissioners court can call for a special election, or they can appoint <clears throat> someone to serve in that capacity until the other election. Uh, okay. They normally are not going to appoint somebody. When there's more than two years left in that term, so they called for a special election, and I told my wife what I wanted to do. I won't repeat what she said. <laughs> it, was, it was not nice. You're still married, though, right? I, we, uh, June will be 37 years. Well, congratulations oh, wow. on that. That's awesome. And I, I made her a promise. I said, "This will be the last badge I pin on." And uh, so I put my name on the dotted line and. Started knocking on doors. Okay. And uh, was in a special election with a very nice guy. Uh, had no policing experience whatsoever. Hadn't even was not a peace officer. Uh, I, I so was, is that a, is that a, is that something that just anybody can run for these things or? Well, a lot of people don't know. You can run for the sheriff and the constable's position <sighs> without being a certified peace officer. Are you kidding me? A sheriff's candidate has two years upon election to become a peace officer. Okay. God, is it too late to put my name in that, that running? <laughs> Constables. I'm not voting for you, man. Yeah. <laughs> I already know who I'm voting Dude, for. It ain't you. Something about having Savage Bro as, as like sheriff. You I'm know, staying at home. I think it'd be great. It's like anguish. You know, it's, it's, it's like, oh, man, I would not break the law. Don't drive. It's campaign, <laughs> yeah. it's campaign slogan. Hide your kids. Hide your yeah. wife. Savage is sheriff. Okay, God, that's a nightmare. We don't sorry, do that. Sorry. Oh, man. <laughs> hide, hide the good liquor. Is that what yeah, you have to yeah. say? Hide the good whiskey. God, I'm going to have dreams tonight. <laughs> and, we love you, though. Yes. But uh, 
a constable has 270 days from the date the day they're sworn in mm-hmm. to become a Texas peace officer. So you wow. have to also then. Yes. Which makes sense. Yes. Uh, yeah. In my opinion, that's something I believe our legislature should change. Yeah. You it should be uh, a prerequisite. Well, I'm having a tough time. Yeah. Prerequisite. That's I, they put some uh, for a constable's job position. It's uh, you got to at least have a a two year degree. Okay. From a college in good standing, An accredited mm-hmm. university. Yes. Sure. But you can obtain your peace officer's license after you win the election. Mm-hmm. Uh, the problem with that is, especially in today's society, uh, after I won this, the runoff, the gentleman that I w- was in the runoff with, we sat down and talked because he had some questions. I told him, I said, look, I said, he, want, he said he could communicate very well with people. And in his job, he can. But I told him, I said, in, in any type of law enforcement, there's people that you can talk to. But a lot of times there's people you really have to talk to. Okay. Oh, that's valid. They don't understand, yes, sir, no, sir, thank you, please. It's You have to get down in the gutter with them for them to understand that you're not playing around. Okay. Yeah. I see where you're going. Yeah. And uh, you got to stoop to their level. Of, yes. And just to be able to reason. Unfortunately, that is true. Yeah. Uh, I've had, enjoyed it. I've done, <laughs> I've done it. I've, I couldn't tell you how many times I've had to do it. Yeah. Uh, so... I've every let's see that was twenty June of eighteen. Two years later, I had to run again, and I haven't had an opponent since. Well, that that's mm. that's a nice way to think about it. Because if you're unopposed, then people like what you're doing. Then you're doing a good job. Well, it was when I went in the office there. I couldn't find as much as a paperclip. Yeah. So I just want to leave it better than I found it. Mm-hmm. Okay. When I walk off into the sunset, so to speak, whoever walks in. And when's the next one? They can just go to work. That's a great. That's a great motto. That's just a good uh, motto for anybody to apply in their, for their daily life. Everybody but is, is that a good thing? That I mean, not saying that you shouldn't win it, but is that ever a good thing to go unimposed? In your opinion, it makes it, it makes their life a little easier, right? Because you're not driving T post and hanging signs, yeah, for and, sure, and all that. The, those first two years. Even my wife ran into it. People would see her around because Precinct 3 is the Boyd, Rome, goes over towards Cottondale. Mm-hmm. That's sub- southeastern part of Wise County. Mm-hmm. And people she didn't even know would say, hey, we see your husband out all the time because I had trucks got markings on it and all that. Yeah. And we never saw that before. Mm-hmm. So people were happy. If nobody's wanting to run against me, there's either two reasons. Either I'm doing a good job, which I think I am, or they see what the salary is and they go, there's no way in hell I'm running for this. I don't want that. I don't want, yeah. that. I don't want to do so, that. But uh, it's been interesting because, the, you know, January was my 39th anniversary in uh-huh. law enforcement, and most of it's been criminal. You've been in law enforcement longer than you've been married. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I'm, like I said, I was working with the sheriff's department when I met my wife in Huntsville. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Touche. Yes, you did say that. The first the time. city of Huntsville, not not. No, I when you say Huntsville, some people might go prison right out of jail. Well, and that's what I tell people. I met I met my wife in Huntsville. She had just paroled and uh, <laughs> pen pals. Uh, yeah. But you know, she it was 
the first time I met her, I made fun of her little white dog, cute little white dog. She looked me dead in the eye and called me an asshole and walked off. Uh-huh. That's worked for me many times. I mean, times. that's, yeah. It's like, <laughs> sounds like a good start. But term of endearment. We right? lived in the same apartment complex. So one day I'm leaving for work. I'm in my uniform, in my squad car. I'm headed to, out to work. And she's outside her apartment, little white dog's, you know, doing its business. Yapping. Can't tell you to this day why I didn't roll the window down. I opened the door. This dog runs dead at me, jumps in my lap, turns around and looks at her. <laughs> Anybody else in a uniform, this dog would lose its ever-loving mind. Oh, wow. I mean, it didn't matter. Somebody, especially a man in uniform, she would want to kill them. Mm. That's the only reason why my wife went out with me is because the, dog, the, dog, the, dog, approved. the <laughs> dog approved. The dog approved. The women folk, they, uh, they call that serendipity. I don't know. I thought that was a seasoning. No, no, it, no, it is from chicken. Yeah, you put it on your chicken. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, I think that no, that's the root. Occurred. You know, like this uh, coincidence that has yeah. some meaning. And right. dogs, dogs know, man. There's they have this. Yeah. They have the sixth sense. Did Obviously, you ever tell y'all don't like watch rom coms because it's obvious on rom coms that that's called serendipity. What's a rom com? I'm a man. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. yeah. Romantic comedy. <laughs> I watch war movies. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like. <laughs> Jennifer Aniston bullshit. Chuck Norris is Chuck Norris in rom coms. No. Well, I don't watch them. No, he would have. He would have karate chopped that dog in midair. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know. Did you ever tell her you had peanut butter in your pocket uh-huh. this whole time? <laughs> no, we didn't go there. I, I, I forgot to tell her I had some hamburger meat. Yeah. <laughs> but That's yeah, a pretty nice way to. Meet the someone. constable's job has been a, a lot to learn. Okay. Uh, I'm sitting in my office the first couple of weeks trying to get everything. So, like, you're surprised out going from and, yeah. your past experience in law enforcement to constable of what you have to know. And I'm sitting here going, I come to the realization I could get sued quicker doing this oh. than if I were to get into a tussle with someone out as a patrol officer. Yeah, really. Uh, well, because there's times when you're taking people's property, you're mm-hmm. seizing property, you're mm. moving them out of a house, or you know they're you're giving them divorce papers, okay. and because uh, basically that's what a constable does. You're okay, not, when you that show leads up, to the next part. It's yeah. never for good news, is it? Congratulations, uh, you just won one. You've been sued. <laughs> yes. <laughs> now I, I have had a few of the guys that I've delivered board. Uh, divorce papers to just break out in hysterical laughter. So that was good. Yeah. Yeah. They depends, were happy to see it. Depends on where you are in your life, whether yeah. that's good news or not. It's not child support papers on the other yeah, end. Not, not so, so much. much. Yeah, not so much. <laughs> and we do serve a lot of those from yeah. the AG's office. Yeah. yeah. Child support payments and, hey, are you the baby's daddy? And <laughs> oh, it's time God. for you to go get paternity tests. This is yeah. getting interesting. Really, like, okay, let's talk about all the day to day stuff that really Im- involves being a constable. Well, they're called citations. Those uh-huh. are usually, they're very basic. It's the citation. It's like, hey, you're getting sued. Mm-hmm. Or, hey, this, you're still getting sued. Just about every one of them starts out, you've been sued. Yeah. It could be for you didn't pay your credit card bill. You haven't uh, paid child support. You're getting being evicted. Uh Litany, it's a lot of different things. And you're you're the guy, like no other law enforcement agent. I'm, it's all constable. I'm I'm a mailman with a gun. Okay, mm. I deliver the court's paperwork. That's now that court could be in a, from another country. Yeah, or from all over the United States. 
uh, the biggest paper I served was uh, out of this out of a Connecticut Connecticut federal court. The paperwork was that thick. There were thirty defendants, and one of them lived in Wise County, Texas. Oh wow! So I had to serve that person. Hmm. Uh, and it, you know, like I said, some of it's very basic. Uh, hey, you forgot to pay your taxes, things of that nature. All the way down, I'm seizing your property. Mm. See ya. Uh, we can, with the, basically though, constables, no law enforcement officer does what's called a civil standby anymore. I'm not going to go with you to help you get your lawnmower back from Joe mm-hmm. without a court order. I don't go to the bathroom without a court order when I'm working. Yeah. Uh, we, that, so you don't get sued? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Because it's so, you could go and everything's fine when you're there, and five minutes later, Joe's on social media saying, hey, the constable just forced me to give my lawnmower to, to yeah. Bill. Yeah. Well, that's a felony for me. It's called a, <laughs> official oppression. Mm. You know, I'm using my authority as a police officer to force somebody to do something. Right. But now, there's different things that a judge can send out that we can go help people with that. Okay. Um. But basically, it's serving papers from the court. It could be JP court, courts, uh, court, criminal courts uh, at law, district, courts, yeah. district courts. Yeah. And this is uh, Wise County? Yes. Okay. Anywhere, really. Anywhere. I just okay. served one the other day from Kansas. No, I mean, oh, okay. Okay. What I was yeah. going to ask was, do you also do, like, so the, the, the cities within the county? Yes. Okay. In his precinct. In my precinct. Oh, okay. So what we talked about, and, Boyd and Aurora right. and all those. Okay. What a lot of people don't know is a constable can serve a paper in any part of his county. Let's say I get one that should have went to precinct one and because we uh, butt, meet, up. butt up each other in, mm-hmm. in Rome area. I don't send it to him. I just go serve it. Right. I've been to the Tarrant County Jail to serve papers. Oh, wow. We can actually serve in Wise County and any other county that borders Wise County. Yeah. That's Wise, Tarrant, Parker, Clay, Montague, Jack. It's a big area. And mm. Denton County. We can go to those areas and actually serve papers. <coughs> we can't seize property except in Wise County. Oh, unless okay. we're seizing land, and part of that land is in Wise County but extends into a neighboring county. Mm-hmm. I can't mm-hmm. seize that. But I can't go take your tractor if you're living in Montague County. Okay. A Montague County constable will have to do that. Yeah, you'd have to. Okay. Okay. So I, I have a really tough question, and we may not need to broach this until later, but why does, why does, a, any, why does a county want a constable? Counties, oh, that's tough. Counties are constitutionally, are constitutionally formed. They're required. While this, required state, while this state was wow. still a republic. Mm. Uh, 18, hang on. So they've been around that long. Uh, well, the word constable has been around since about 1066 in England. Mm. Hmm. Uh, same same type of role in yes. those times. Yeah. So the rumor has it that COP is an acronym for Constable on, on Patrol. patrol. Yeah. Oh. oh, that's okay. <laughs> okay. The, the, huh. the first, the first Texas constable was in 1823. Eesh. He brought notes. Yeah. Yes. Just saying. That's, wow. That's, that's, called, that's, called that's Marty the, Tony that's too. The, that's the nerd. <laughs> I did. Oh, oh, that's the nerd coming out in me. I would have. Yeah. yeah. It, like I said, it sucks getting old, and you do kind of forget things sometimes. Yeah, tell me but about That's it. what ChatGPT is for. <laughs> yeah. That you didn't use. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got to use it though. But yeah, it's this is uh, it's like being in police work. Police work is always evolving. Things change every mm-hmm. two years. The legislature meets. They change laws. They mm-hmm. add to. They delete from. You can go to the same call, and as a law enforcement officer, a hundred times, and it's going to be different a hundred times. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The same type of call, but there's different actors. There's different things at play. Same thing with these. Yeah, you, it's the same papers. Mm-hmm. But if I drive up to a, if I'm driving up to a place. And I'm not comfortable going up there. I don't go up there. Mm. I'll get some. I'll get Barney or one of the other constables that hey, I need you to go. Or I recognize a name mm-hmm. or a, an address. Uh, I I do some research. If I'm not comfortable, I don't have to go up there by myself. You can mm. officially call for backup then. In that yes, instance. especially if it's like bad news. You know, it's going to be bad news. If, mm. Or if you have a history, you can right. you have the address. You can call the SO and say, hey, what's the history at this address? Yeah. Whatever. And they say, well, there's, you know, disturbance, disturbance, disturbance. He's got a criminal history of you know, fighting and yeah. shooting or whatever. Then a history of violence. Yeah. Then, you know, hey, we got to go serve this. Let's call go. the Calvary. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And that's, and that's why we convinced, uh, well, Constable Huffman several years ago convinced the commissioner's court to let, let him hire some non-paid reserves. Mm. That's me. Because oh, okay. hi, Kevin. Us entry Barney. <laughs> yeah, because it's like that's... volunteer fire, but with police. So you get yes. no payment. Yeah. You, you could you put your life on the line and Well, he carries my commission. Yeah. So to yeah. be a peace officer, you have to be licensed. Sure. But to be gamefully uh, act as, I guess, you have yeah. to have someone carry your commission. Some right. organization. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So do you I have to you. do you have to have the peace officer license to do what you do? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you can't Carry a gun, enforce a law when needed as a reservist. Yes, right? I can. Yeah. Uh, I mean, un- unless some organization says, okay, well, if you're a reserve, someone's carrying your commission. We're going to yeah. endorse okay. this. Right. right. Yeah, yeah. If you're okay, a reserve, okay. someone's carrying your commission. Okay. Otherwise, you're just, it's just a license on the wall yeah. until have. somebody gets you, uh, carries, your, carries your commission. Okay. And that's, and that's registered, you know, like, T. Cole. With T. Cole. Oh, okay. okay. All that's done through the state. Nice. We should ask that with the sheriff, and I guess we will hear. I had another thing too <laughs> with interrupting. I know, right? <laughs> no, no. What should we have asked? No, no, no. Never mind. Never <laughs> well, mind. What I had I'll, to ask. I'll important. tell you what I forgot to ask. Okay, you have the floor is yours, yeah. Doctor Fagley. <laughs> no, no. I was. <laughs> this is only man time. So I know he's surrounded by women twenty four seven. Yeah, he never has the floor. Uh, that's the truth. Go ahead. Yeah, you're on the Did spot. He, what I didn't ask about no was, pressure was Walker, Texas Ranger. <laughs> You know how 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 real that show was. <laughs> did you Obviously. drive a Dodge? Ram, did you really sir? need to ask that, yeah. or you just wanted to get a reaction? <laughs> no, I really wanted want to know. Yeah. No, Walker Texas Ranger was not a show; it was a documentary. Every stop episode, it, a documentary. Okay, that's his everyday life, bro. <laughs> I will tell you at the Texas Ranger Museum in Waco. I think Lane brought it up the other day that there is a little section of Chuck Norris. Oh, yeah. oh my god! Sure. I did not know that. Yeah, have y'all been to that place? I have. It's freaking yeah. pretty sweet. Okay. Yeah. Before I forget my question. <laughs> yes. Like in the Is there anything else oh you got, Doc? <laughs> 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 uh, You're just, a fun I'm toy. Just, I'm just here to hit the record button. <laughs> yeah. Make sure everything everybody uh, can hear everybody. Uh, what's your question? Well, okay, go ahead, Chance. The, I'm feeling bad. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you see this in shows sometime where it's a critical thing going on and the uh the constable or the sheriff needs help and it's like, hey, you civilian. 
I'm going to deputize you and uh, need your help with this. Can that really happen? You can, but in Texas, you don't have to do that. Okay. Usually, if something bad's happened, people are going to, they, they help. Nine times out of ten. Nine times yeah. out of ten. Right for good help with and that. And they like, already. Hey, T-Bone. Yeah, they already have guns, gun? right? Yes, sir. I mean, <laughs> I'll be very honest with yeah. you. When I was a deputy in Huntsville, we actually had a, a gentleman on parole stopped and helped the deputy one night because he was they were he was running the, in the bar ditch on I-45 in a fight. Oh, okay. I think I remember seeing uh, and, dash cam footage. And of the this. reason why is because the way the deputies in, in Walker County treated him. We didn't treat him like he was a piece of crap. We may not have wanted to have Sunday dinner with him, but we yeah. treated him like a human being. And I've told... As a training officer, I've told these guys, I said, I don't care if he's the biggest scumbag that God ever produced. you got to treat him like a human because yeah. one night you may need him to help you. Sure, right. yeah. Or he can wave as he's going by, by as you're yeah. getting your gut stomped out. So it's the word community policing has been around for a long time. Somebody came up with that phrase wrote some books, and made a lot of money. Mm -hmm. In my opinion, that's what police officers, cops, deputies, any law enforcement officer has done since Moses rode a tricycle. Mm -hmm. Because you're there to help people. It's not all about writing tickets, putting handcuffs on people. Now, I'm not going to lie to you. I've put handcuffs on a few people that I got pleasure out of doing that, yeah. not because I could, but because of what they had done. Yeah, mm -hmm. that was needed. Yeah. Right. And it's kind of like that with... You know, everything changes from the criminal's end. Things change from the civil end, too. Okay. That is what the constables and the sheriffs kind of overlay each other because we both can handle criminal and civil. Your city cops don't do civil. <clears throat> it's, all, it's either the county sheriff and your constables or just the constables. Uh, Tarrant County. Their constables, Tarrant County constables, serve all the civil paper in that county. The Tarrant County Sheriff's Department doesn't mess with it. Parker County is the same way. In each precinct in Tarrant County, the larger counties have multiple paid positions yes. in each precinct. Like okay. in Harris County, I think in Harris County, the largest... Uh, uh, precinct four and five down there. Yeah, and they have like... How many guys they got? Do you know? So I met, Houston. Yeah, yes. I met the precinct four Harris County constable at a school last year in Huntsville. He has over 500 sworn men and women. What? Yeah. Half of them do criminal. Half of them do wow. uh, civil. Wow. He has his own dispatch, 911. His budget is wow. 70 plus million a year. And that's one precinct. Precinct four, Harris County. North, that's north, north part of Houston. Oh. Wow. Yeah, so, it's crazy, isn't it? And it can go, right now, the best I can tell, there's three counties out of the 254 in the state of Texas that do not have constables. Mm. And, and his notes. And they are, can't remember. Like far west Texas, maybe? I think so. Reagan County. Ooh. Ooh. Don't, don't know where My that keyboard's is. not working, so I can't Mil look that up. Mills, Reagan, and Roberts County. If you have a constable's precinct for seven years that no one runs for that position and it's not filled, your county commissioners... And they abolish it. it. Mm. Mm. Like, okay, you take Montague County, just to the north of us. They have two constables. <clears throat> okay. They split north and south. We have four. Yeah. Tarrant County has eight. Harris County has eight. 
because they're so they're big mm-hmm. populations. Huge. So yeah. most of your Dallas, Tarrant, Bear County, Harris County, Travis County, they're going to be eight precincts. Okay. Uh, just because of their population. Man, and each each of those precincts is going to be like a large department. Well, up to five hundred. That's what the, that's, that's what the two the two precincts four and five have yeah, in, in Harris County. Jeez. He's basically that's there. almost four times bigger than our sheriff's office. Yeah, yeah. per and that's precinct just for one precinct. Yeah. yeah, but if you ever drive through Houston, it's like, oh, yeah, this place doesn't end. Well, you don't know where it starts and where it ends. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Well, the ocean. We yeah. we, we, no we, we used to hate driving to Harris County to pick up prisoners when I worked in Huntsville. Okay, why is that? Oh, they'd run you over in in, in uh just the Harris County if you were in a marked car. Just because they, they knew who you were. They just it was. I think that's just traffic in Houston. It was just traffic in Houston. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing against law enforcement. That's right. just traffic. Oh yeah, they don't. They didn't yeah. care no. basically. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but the, wow. Go ahead. But please. that's that big overlay is more and more counties are going to where the constables do the civil because. Of the amount of civil that's going on, plus what the sheriff's department has to deal with, mm-hmm. like the sheriff's department, in my opinion, their biggest headache is that jail. Mm-hmm. That is a nightmare. Yeah, and just managing it, managing uh-huh. it. You know, you've got you've got what two hundred to three hundred knuckleheads that you're having to deal with. You got to take them to the doctor, take them to see their psychiatrist. Have tests run. What, they get psychiatric treatment in jail? Yes, they do. I mean. And dental. What the hell? I'm not saying they get crowns or whatever, but I mean, (laughs) like, if they got a toothache, they got to take them. I've I've heard it's outstanding care that they get. And, I mean, mental health. Sometimes I just need to go to jail. I'm just being facetious. (laughs) It's shitty care. Next time I get a toothache, I'm going to call Sheriff Aiken. I did some stuff, man. Can you book me in real quick? You got to be an inmate first. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. uh, You won't like the food. (laughs) I can lose some weight, too, while we're at it. There we go. Uh, And you never know what... Pod, you're going to be in mm-hmm. either. You know? Oh, true. Yeah, you're not in there by yourself. No, yeah, all of a not, well, you could be, yeah. Yeah. depending right. on what you do. <laughs> <laughs> but any, would anybody try to take this man? I mean, uh, unf- that's okay. The being the biggest guy, you probably know this too. Like, every, you, you're the challenge for. Yeah. It's like the bigger they are, the harder they fall. I want to be the guy that took down Goliath, right? I've, I've not thought of it that way. There's always every time, and so, I was a teddy bear growing up, but because I'm the biggest guy, everybody wanted to fight me. I know. It's like you end up behind bars, like every short little, like, fucker. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, really well, and, wants to lay his mark on you. Well, and that's true. Wow. I mean, uh, I'm not as heavy now, but when I was a deputy in Huntsville, I, I'm 6'5". I was 265 pounds, worked out every day. Yeah. They were the first ones they came. They came after mm-hmm. not me. Yeah, they could be five other deputies standing there. They're coming after me because they they want the biggest guy. You yeah. don't you don't have that problem, do you, Barney? Never have. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> I, I really don't know why. <laughs> I, uh, oh, well, let's let's kind of pause that where we're at now and talk about. I mean, you're here too, so let's talk about you, Barney, and, and where you're. Your history and, uh, and stuff you're involved with roots, roots, yeah. roots, uh, Scotland. Yeah, how'd you get I, here? I drove. Yes. <laughs> was it from a ship? It was. I, I was in the Navy, uh, so I, I graduated from Keller in uh, the 80s, <laughs> 89. Was it um, really 89? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was um, nine. Yep, I was, I was nine. a wee lad, too. About time for your bedtime, isn't it? 
Um, well, hell, I graduated in 79. From oh, high school. I was nine. Yeah, you were. <laughs> uh, I went in the Navy right out of high school. Okay. Um, did eight years as a radio man. They don't even have radio men anymore. Mm. It's a... IT, something like yeah, that, yeah, information, information te- yeah. technician or something like that. Yeah. So, um, Shout out to Ghost Bro. Yeah. Our own computer nerd that never's here, that's never here. He's, yeah. our, he's yeah. our local IT guy also. Yeah. But he obviously works because we have internet. No, we don't. No, we don't. It's not working. <laughs> Shit. Got to use my hotspot on my phone. Thanks to our IT guy that's never mm. here. <laughs> back, to, back to you, Barney. I, semen. Yes. Mm. You were a Ooh. semen. So listen, I, I don't think I, you can make those kind of jokes if you're not in the military, right? Well, it doesn't you're, matter. You're you know, you know, I've got a guy, a good friend of mine who was in the army, and every time he sees me, he goes like, <laughs> you know, like a squid, right? And, and I'm like, you know, how are your feet? Yeah, you know, because he was in the army, uh-huh. and he's like, man, they're killing me. I'm like, mm. yeah. And said so I was told by a guy that I really had a lot of respect for. He's like, listen, everybody gives a navy shit. It's fine. He said, but listen, the worst duty you're going to pull is being on a ship, mm-hmm. but you're going to sleep in a rack. You're going to get a shower every day. You're going to yeah. shit in a toilet. Yeah. You're going to get three hot meals a day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You need to think about your quality of life because <laughs> digging holes to shit in that's is right. not going to be fun for very long. This and person it, was a valid. really good uh, Yeah, and I compass. said, yeah. you know what? And then I got lucky and got... Uh, Stationed on an aircraft carrier. Oh, yeah. And I'm like... It's like a floating city. Absolutely it was. I'm like, this is awesome. So, yeah. Right. Enjoyed it. Okay. From the Desert night. Storm and all that good stuff. Yeah. And then into uh, a, a life of law enforcement or... I... Well, <clears throat> probably the last 20 years, okay. maybe. I um, did a few jobs, uh, ornament iron, stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, and then went to the... Academy in Weatherford College mm-hmm. back in 05. Okay. It was a part-time academy. I worked full-time. I was working at uh, Public Works here in Wise County. Yeah. And um, I would go to work Monday through Thursday, 10-hour days. Yeah. And we, I was supposed to work five, eights, but my boss, who's no longer there, Tom Good, he used to be the director of Public oh, Works. I know Tom. Yeah, yeah good yeah. man. Mm-hmm. And um, he's kind of the reason what... Put it in my head to be a cop because he was a peace officer. Okay. Did you know that? No, I did not. So he didn't, him, never, he didn't never bragged about yeah, it. Yeah. So him <laughs> and um, Keith Stone were yeah. uh, the, his foreman at the time. Okay. They were both peace officers because to write tickets for the septic violations that fell under public works, he had to be a peace officer. Uh-huh. There's a real Keith Stone. Mm-hmm. Is that is that the, the Keystone commercial? Keith. Keith Stone. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't drink that beer. So. Yeah, I don't either, no, I just remember it from the commercials. <laughs> if you do, you'll remember it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, that's for sure. I drank <laughs> premium Miller Highlight. Yeah, Bush, Bush Lattes. <laughs> Bush Lattes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so um, a friend of mine was going to the academy at the time, and he's like, man, you ought to look into it. And I'm like, I didn't know if the sins of my youth would allow me to. You know what I mean? And he's like, just look into it. And yeah. I think it was a God thing because everything from the day I started looking into it, like maybe February or March, um, the academy started at the middle of August, and everything just fell right into place. Nice, nice. yeah. So it's pretty cool. Was it back when the academy was in the old Walmart? No, okay. I had to go to Weatherford. Oh, okay. You actually went to Weatherford. I yeah, and then we did our shooting out at Mineral Wells. Ah, nice. I remember being in a college courses when Weatherford College Decatur was in that old Walmart mm-hmm. building. And it was the after police, that the police academy was there too. And I remember every time we come out of class. 
all the candidates are out running their asses off. I'm like, man, yeah, I don't want to be a police officer. Yeah. <laughs> Those guys run a lot. <laughs> so I luckily, I'm glad that I went to that academy. It was tough because I was, you know, school was a social function for me. It wasn't there to learn. And you're nodding your head. And you, you yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So, but my academy at the time was, it was fill in the blank. Mm-hmm. There was no multiple choice. Um, so I had to buckle down and really study. You, yeah. Okay. And um, so... I still retain a lot of that stuff because once you know it, you know it, you know, you don't lose it. And um, it was tough, but I think I was graduated second in my class. Okay, nice. Right. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Um, where then after that? Wise County. Okay. Sheriff's, yep. uh, sheriff's, yeah. sorry. Sheriff's, sheriff's office. Office. Yeah, we were, yes. I was corrected by Sheriff yep. Aiken. It's like yeah. it's Sheriff's office, not Sheriff's department. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, I worked there for, I was a Patrol deputy, patrol sergeant, uh, CID. Okay. And then left and like, I work for the state now. CID. Criminal investigations. Okay. See, all of you guys use your little acronyms and abbreviations. Well, I forget together. that not everybody knows what that means, but no. yeah, it's, it's, it's as an investigator. Okay. Very cool. Um, can we talk about CPS? No. No, we can't? No. Okay. I'm a special investigator for the Department of Family Protective Services. Okay. Is that... That's as far as we can go with that? Yes, sir. Yeah, it means you see some shit. Is that something I yeah. need to mark down this time on and this needs to be No, out? No, that's fine. Oh, I mean, okay. but, yeah, because of there's a lot of things that happen, and, yeah. and, and we don't ever, we as a department, don't ever respond to, mm-hmm. Yeah, right? Because there's no sense in getting to a back and forth, right? Sure. Um, But we do take a lot of heat, right? Yeah. We do. And... A lot of it's unjust. Mm. Okay. And yeah, I, I would it, agree. And, and I, you know, I, I know y'all talked with Lane with the Athena case. You know, mm-hmm. I know that came out like late in the afternoon. I didn't find out about it till like 1230 in the morning. Mm. And I was on scene at one just to offer any type of state resources that we could. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't leave till five the next day. Wow. So that's, uh, but just because of your presence there, people are already, they make assumptions. For reasons you may not. Well, I don't advertise. Yeah. You know, um, I somehow it trickles. Maybe it's small town stuff. Maybe it's not. I don't know. But somehow it trickles out that, oh, CPS is on the case. And everybody's, what's that mean? You know, what's really going on? And I will say that we do get a a bad rap, right? Because everybody knows us for taking kids, Mm -hmm. right? Well, I'm telling you, there's not a child that's been removed from a home that hasn't been approved by a judge. Yeah. Right? Yeah. In some shape or fashion. Um, and if there has to, if that has to happen, it's bad. Right. Right. Now, am I going too far? You think, I don't know, maybe not, but yeah. I, I'm just saying, I'm not giving any specifics, but sure, I will yeah. just say that, um, there's a lot. So the law mandates that we have that any child fatality outside of a traffic accident or, um, suspected ab- abuse or neglect mm-hmm. has to be investigated by us. Okay. Special investigators, right? Mm-hmm. So, or CPA or the department. So, um, part of my title is is that's what I do is investigate child fatalities, and then I'm a law enforcement liaison. I'll try to work a joint investigation with the investigators, and I've got a very good working relationship with all those guys up there. Um, that's, a, that's a tough role. You have a yeah. good therapist. <laughs> It's like some of this. Stuff. <laughs> there, you there you go. Yeah. No. Um, so I work crimes against persons at the sheriff's office, and you know, 
Y'all are grown. I mean, you know how you learn how to compartmentalize, right? Yeah. 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 So, so know, how did you man. become assistant constable? Is that is that your? So I'm a deputy constable. Deputy. So okay. you have one constable, just like you have one sheriff, right? Sure. Yep. And then everybody else in the department at the sheriff's office are deputies, right? Well, Craig's the chief deputy. Yep. He's the the number one deputy, uh-huh. right? He has a const. He's the constable. Everybody else are deputy constables. Okay. Right. Um. Right. Yep. Okay. Yep. And how did you get into that role? Yeah. How did How did you? Two- so, <clears throat> when I left the sheriff's office, I went to um, DFPS, and I was first stationed in Parker County for about a year. That was my assigned county. DFPS, Department of Family Protective Services. Okay. Okay. So that's the official department. Name. It is. It's not. Yeah. It, it's not CPS. No. Yeah. No. I got you. And I will say before we go on, uh, being from you know on the medical side of things. Uh, hey Heath, how's the weather today? Yeah, man, it's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry, Doc. Were you talking? No, I was just saying. Question? Sorry about that. You know, in the I don't know how long, uh, fifteen years or so that I've been, you know, practicing within medicine. Uh, I've come to understand CPS as being a very valuable service. Who makes the right call? In more often most, than not, yeah, yeah, it's like ninety nine percent of the time. And right? you, as being a doctor, or even a lot of your nurses and, and most of your staff, are mandated reporters. That's exactly mm-hmm. right, right. And and so you know, it feels like whenever we have concerns, and I don't know what it's like in the school system, but at least in the doctor's office, when we have concerns and we elevate those concerns up, they're handled very seriously, and mm-hmm. and and they're followed through on. Uh, sometimes not in the way we think they should be handled right from the start. But by the time they come back to us, we, we understand that, okay, we, we feel like there has been some appropriate analysis of some situation. And oftentimes the reporter never finds out what happens. No, but they're still going to project their own, probably Absolutely. Their own opinions out yeah. there. Yeah. And then Hollywood r- runs it too. Like, Oh, well, CPS is showing up, taking your kid. Cause you spanked him with a fly swatter. Mm-hmm. Right. But that's, <laughs> that's not, not, that's, that's not, not real life. Happened. No, it's not real life. My, my wife's in the mental health realm and she's like, CPS uh, is not showing up unless it's critical or bad. So again, Two words, abuse or neglect. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it's not a crime to be poor. Sure. No, it's not. No. You know, and, and some people don't choose to um, live the way you and I would like to live. Right. Right. right? For, I'm not going to call nobody out, but you know what I mean? Yeah. I, and I didn't mean that by looking at you, but I mean, <laughs> I just saw that. I was like, but you know what I mean? I mean, they have the means that have, right? Right. But there's just some things that just can't be overlooked. Cultural differences mm-hmm. on yeah. all, all of the things. And you so can- I... I Oh, we may have to edit this out. I'll, I'll call you or then let you know, but I, I want to tell a story. Okay. I'm um, going to mark down the okay. time right now then. I'm sorry. No, no you're, you're good. good. You're good. So I, I did get a case and there was a, a family in uh, Denton and there was nine siblings and they were from Somalia. Right. And we have a language line that we can contact and say, Hey, tell this lady, I said, hi, and this is who I am. Right. Yeah. So there was a, 15-year-old of the nine children, anytime we have to see every kid in the home, right? Not just that one. Right. This kid liked to wander off in the middle of the night, go for a walkabout, whatever. 15 years old. Yeah, and he had some mental health issues. And every time 
He would walk off. They would call in, the cops would pick him up and they, you know, neglectful supervision. Let's call in a case, right? I would have to go out there every time and see all the kids at like four different schools. Like, man, this is wearing me out, right? Yeah. But the mom thought that the that he had they're gonna pray it out of him. Mm-hmm. They didn't believe the yeah. mental health issues, right? They're, we're going to play it, pray it out of cultural him. Cultural differences, right? Yeah. Right. So it was. It, it, it's sometimes very difficult. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mad respect for that because that's not an easy. That's not an easy role to play. Mm-mm. Wow. Okay. Back to Debbie. sorry. Yeah. Constable. How you got? How, you, how did you? Did I'm, I'm. I'm so. Did you two know each other before? Yes. Did, okay. Oh. Okay. Yeah. All right. Through the sheriff's office. Right. Yeah. Being deputies there. Y'all served together same time. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I remember one time. I think you had just come back. Right. Yeah. And uh, we had a crazy story at my house out of the farm. Yeah. Um, oh, there's <laughs> farms are. Listen, I lived on a private road right off of thirty six fifty five. Right. Okay. And way out there. Mm-hmm. And um. I don't remember the guy's name I was thinking about the other day, but it doesn't matter. I can't. I'm trying to remember it, too. Anyway, like, I is, lived in a metal building with, you know, foam all on the inside, so you yeah. don't really hear a lot of things. If you hear it, there's a problem. Sure. And I heard it, and it came from the back, and I ran outside and looked, and somebody ran into my fence, and then they come pulling into my driveway Officer, officer, help us. I don't want to get shot again. And I'm like, get on the ground. Get on the get on your ground. Get on the ground yeah. right now. And I'm off, right? Yeah. But I got a patrol car in my driveway. Uh-huh. And I'm like, <laughs> Who are you? What? <laughs> and so the passenger gets out and he's prone in my gravel driveway. And I said, Don't you move. And my son comes out. He's like, Dad, I got the AR in the kitchen window. I'm like, just put it up. <laughs> right. And I'm like, good night. So we call, and it took you guys like 20-something minutes to get out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we were, I guarantee you, we were hauling ass. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, the driver was like, damn this. And he almost took out my little shop building that was, the you know, little Lowe's buildings. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. Sheds. Yeah, storage shed. Yeah. Almost took it out and hauling ass. He ended up wrecking out out there close to Boonesville. Jeez. And, um, yeah. Hold they, on. They had, gone to, they had gone to buy some dope. and Okay. It's a bad what, deal. Whatever didn't they didn't like, they got their truck peppered, oh. and they <laughs> come down to me, and I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to help you, bro. Yeah. yeah. So that's where the I don't want to get shot again from. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't been shot. Yeah. yeah. And so he, we ran him. He didn't have nothing. And I said, get this guy off my property. And I don't know where y'all took him, but we 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 escorted him in the direction he asked to go, and we gave him a ride to okay. a safe place. Uh, it's crazy, but that's the first. Jelson, no, he went home. Okay, but that's the first time I'd ever had to call nine one one. Yeah, mm. and I'm like, and I'm a cop, right? I'm like, uh-huh. <laughs> I'm used to handling this stuff, right? Yeah. You know, like get out of here or whatever. But now it's my property. Yeah, I'm like, so I what, don't know what to do here. What What happened to the the perpetrators, the people that were shooting at him? The, they oh, that was one of the one of the local dope houses uh, at, during that time period. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I yeah, think he's still in, didn't he? Wise County used to. Uh, be a meth. Oh, I think it's producer. I think it's still out there. Isn't I don't. It? I think most of the meth we get it comes from Mexico. Mexico now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you don't. You don't have the labs out here like, anywhere like you used to. What are all those people doing for work then? Most of them are either dead or in That's prison. They're locked oh, up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They're going to the dentist right now. <laughs> good. They don't have yeah, dentists. They're probably not going to the dentist. <laughs> yeah, you you may have a few people that might cook little batches for themselves, but uh, personal like use. Doc, yeah, it's up. like Doc said. There's too much. It's too cheap. 
yeah. be made down south. And it's, it's brought in, well, what, uh, the Border Patrol just made a huge bust. What is it, Eagle Pass? Mm. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Uncle just Joe. Tons Man. of meth. There's that stuff runs so deep down there. I worked with a guy in San Angelo when I lived there in, in college and and I delivered lumber. So I worked with some swell people. But this was the Mexican guy and he had a tattoo on his on his forearm of Satan holding a decapitated Jesus. <laughs> so, wow. I get to work with this guy and deliver lumber with him. Wow. Great. Yeah. <laughs> I, I guess, don't understand these guys these days that are drug users or drug abusers, however you want to look at them. Yeah. You know, just like we all know, that anything could be, you know, trampled on with fentanyl. Yeah. Anytime, like yeah. any, in the, your next hit or bump or, or snort, whatever, could last. be your last. It's and your why last. they still do it, I have no idea. I don't, I don't think they think th- things through. I don't think Well, the last really, batch was good. Yep. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. I don't yeah. understand why it gets implemented into the, the you know, the, what they think they're buying because in, aren't they killing off their customer base too? Whoever's making the dope? Well, the cartel is making it, so they don't care. Yeah. 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 Damn. I mean, maximize addiction. But potential. what was scary is this guy, we talked to, I didn't get into too much of the weeds with him, but some of the <laughs> stuff that he did. Tell me, he's like, man, there's on the border, it's the Wild West still. He's like, and this yeah. is 2004. He's like, it's very much the Wild West. He's reformed. I guess he had found Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> oh, he's right there. Yeah, he's right yeah. there. Yeah, they found got him. Um, but he he told me, he's like, there's cops, lawyers, doctors, judges, people you wouldn't believe that are on the that payroll for getting dope across the border down there. Oh, yeah. They pay off. It's frightening. It really is. But uh, You said, you you know, he, that he found Jesus and, you know, we – a lot of every convict or everybody that gets arrested finds Jesus, right? And I actually tell people all the time, I don't know why there are all these churches right here. Jesus is down there at 200 Rook Ranch. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> at, at the jail. At the jail, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so, that, so I want to I skip ahead a little bit because I've, I've been asked this two or three times because I've told people, you know, we got a constable coming on. Did you say constable? Con, con, constable. Constable. And same joke, still not funny. (laughs) (laughs) So, I've I've, people's asked this multiple times. They've asked me, Well, make sure you guys ask, uh, why does that position need to be elected? And I think you hit on it a little bit beforehand, but because it was set up by the founding fathers of the state of Texas that it's an elected position, Mm -hmm. okay? It's in the the constitution, Mm -hmm. and uh, I believe the first one was uh, first constable that I mentioned in that year was by uh. Uh, Sam Houston. Mm-hmm. He was the one that tapped him. Because back then, the constables were were looked at as being the person, the, the law enforcement in that county. Mm-hmm. They if, if if there was a riot or if there was something going on, it was their responsibility. That kind of changed over uh, during and after the Civil War because, you know, Texas seceded from the Union and all that. Well, a lot of the cost, a lot of government positions were not filled. Well, okay. during uh, what's it called? Uh, reconstruction. Reconstruction. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Uh, they were not filled, or they were filled with people that didn't know what they were didn't couldn't do the job. Sure. Okay. So that gradually took things away from the constables' offices, and it became more for the sheriff's office to handle that. Okay. Mm. 
course, back then, we were still a young nation, right? The, all of America was. And right. the only history of government that we had was from overseas, right? Sure. Yeah. So they took what they wanted from there and brought it here. And left the other pork over Shite there. Shite over there, yeah. right? You know, Sheriff is derived from Sharif. Yeah. Ah, that huh. makes sense now. Yeah. I'll be damned. Man, we're learning, like, so much this yeah. podcast. Yeah. Yeah. So, so Okay. You know, just like the county uh, wants to have control over the people, want control over, like, the tax assessor, right? You also want control over the person who's serving your papers, right? Okay. And, and, and so I could see how it, we would want it to be an elected official. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we've just kept for that, reason. That, that tradition. It's never been questioned or no. brought into question. Right. Yeah. You, well, okay. So you don't want an indecent bastard in or that position you or corrupt. A, end up with right? a, a corrupt sheriff. And, and not be able to get rid of them. And they appoint a corrupt or four corrupt constables. Then, you know, then Well, I, th- I think the, the people that when they ask me why does it have to be or what's the reason it has to be elected is more like, say, for like a city manager. City yeah. manager is not elected official, no. but it's a, a group of people that are elected Hires that said person, so that's what I think. That's where they were coming with it. Was what? Why does yeah. it have to be elected? Why, why can it not be appointed? I guess is the word. So, and it. But I think under certain it circumstances, well. it can be. Like I said, if someone uh-huh. gets sick, passes away, or mm-hmm. has to step down, they can appoint somebody. But if there's more than two years left, they're going to have a special election. Right. Mm-hmm. And the reason why it's not appointed is because the way it started, and it's in the. The, the young history and the constitution of the state. Mm. So we just went through this. If y'all don't know, um, uh, when Rex Hoskins decided he was going to run for sheriff, right? Mm-hmm. So he, he vacated his position. Oh, I didn't know that. Right? Right. And Galen Wiley was appointed, correct? No. Was there an election or what? Special no. election. What happened was Galen took over for Larry Short. He, Larry had to sit down, okay. step down due to medical reasons. Sorry. Uh, okay. So... He was appointed to finish out that term, and now Galen's running this first time, and he's unopposed. Okay. Okay. Uh, the different – when Rex announced, he he could not be on the ballot twice. Okay. Mm. So he's there for sheriff. He could not also run for his constable. current constable's position. Right. Okay. So this, once this is- once – once it's over with, there'll be a new constable in Precinct 1. This is all really good information, and I want people to know how important this role is mm-hmm. in their community. Because let's face it, being a constable is not as glamorized as the sheriff or the city cops. No. Or it's you know it's right. not as theatrical. You're just not exposed in that limelight like the rest of them are. But it's a pretty damn important role. And also, not voting straight party ticket when you go to the voting booth is important. Because if you do have somebody that's unopposed on one side or the other... You may not get somebody in that role that is a quality person, right? Or, or with true. good experience, or you know, level-headed. All of the above, and I think we've kind of we've been through a couple of constables like that. But mm, uh, we've had some constables that had some issues. <clears throat> uh, we're talking several years back mm. too, but and that was very nice, Charles. Yeah, it was yeah. nice. It was yeah. Very Chance professional. We got a story we call about him Chance is over there giggling like <laughs> yes. he's just moving. Like, let me talk. Let me talk. Let me talk. <laughs> so, on Chance's story, though, and this is going to fall in. Do so. I know you guys said you you your main job, I guess, is 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 delivering, serving, serving court court, court appointed uh, papers papers of yeah. some sort. 
but you are also peace officers because you have to get that license, correct? So right. do you have, if you're on 287 or a, a county road and you see something stupid going on, can you uh, intervene? We have the same powers yes. of any peace officer. Okay. I can okay. write tickets. I can write arrest warrants, subpoenas. Oh, okay. I can conduct investigations. But Speeding tickets? Direct yes. traffic? Oh. I can write tickets. <laughs> uh, I've... And, when I'm out, you know, I listen to the radio. I'm not tied to the radio. Mm-hmm. But if somebody from Boyd or Rome or one of the deputies needs help, I'm going to go. Mm-hmm. I've helped direct traffic at major accidents where we've had to close down roads. And uh, I've helped uh, locate people because mm-hmm. someone didn't make it in mm-hmm. one of these wrecks. I knew the name. I knew where that person lived. Right. So, yeah, we, okay. we can do, you know, that's why we, we carry a gun. Right. Uh, we have to qualify just mm-hmm. like other agencies. That's my responsibility. I can put it, I got to put it in the computer. Uh, we have to, we just don't do, I don't go out and take offense reports. Right. I don't go out and actively write tickets. I have a ticket book. There's a ticket book in each one of the vehicles mm-hmm. that is assigned to my precinct. But I'll be honest with you, there was a, a, a gentleman and I hold this man in high regard. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said, now, young man, if you want to keep this job, there's one thing you don't need to do, and that's go out here and start writing a bunch of tickets because mm-hmm. people will not vote for you again. They'll <laughs> yeah. remember that. Yeah. Now, that's not saying – now, I have stopped people because they're doing something – Idiotic. Idiot, mm-hmm. being an idiot right in front of me, you know, and everybody's – you know, I've got to – do something? <laughs> hey, you know. So, yes, we can do – Anything that a, any peace officer in the state okay. of Texas can do. Right. Okay. So, yes. Full circle back to, and we are always in a marked unit. Okay. Yeah. Of some sort. Okay. So, lights and sirens, radio, the whole so thing. You're not mm-hmm. TABC hiding in a Hawaiian no. shirt. And, <laughs> and, and, and when I go out and serve papers, I check out on the radio. We all have radio numbers, yeah. just yeah. like the deputies do. Okay. I prefer to check out that way because usually we're by ourselves, and people are crazy sometimes, yeah, right? Be, you know, yeah, yeah. people... Oh, yeah. This may be their last nerve, and you're going up there and giving them That's it. Well, some kind of lawsuit. Mm-hmm. And well, it was what uh, two months ago, a little over two months ago. Precinct four constable and one of his deputies was serving a writ of uh, possession. Okay, writ of possession can be used for different things, but mo- we see it mainly when we're during evictions. Mm. They've lost their suit. Now we got to go move them out. Uh, they get there. Gentleman goes in a back bedroom. And puts a shotgun in his mouth. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so, if, if yeah. he wanted to, he could have easily taken out yeah. everybody in the oh, room yeah. with him before he took himself out. Yeah. yeah. And people do get upset. Yeah. I've, I had, I've had people say, I'll, one guy wanted to whoop my, my ass. I yeah. said, yep. that's not going to happen today. Right. Mm. But by the time I'd left, I said, dude, there's two people you'd be mad at. I said, the guy suing you and yeah. yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I said, I'm just serving this paper. Yeah. You know, and we can't, people have asked me this too. We cannot, we should not serve any paper that somebody might say we have a dog in the hunt with. Mm-hmm. We, you got to step away from that. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, I don't. Like, I know <laughs> yeah. I'm saying I have, like, sometimes there's uh, paperwork from my department that has to get served. Okay. Yeah. And if I look through the stack, I can't touch it. Yep. Mm. Wow. Okay. Well, because of a conflict or potential conflict of interest, right? Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh. And, and in a small county, that happens. Mm. 
So, yeah. so what you're saying is like somebody like if it was your your brother or your kin, right? You, you probably wouldn't. I be would have I, just to make sure there was no yeah impropriety looked at or it was looked at the wrong way. I would have one of the other guys serve it. I now I have served people that I know. Mm-hmm. That's just part of the right. job. Well, especially in Wise County. Yes. Yeah, you've been around here long enough. You, you know, <laughs> you're going to know somebody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. The old yeah. six degrees of separation, I think, in Wise County can be labeled down to about three. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. You're yep. either know them or you're related to <laughs> right. them. Right. Yeah. You're probably both. You probably kin somehow down the, right. down the way. <laughs> hey, we're so, brothers, by uh, the way. You know, right? Yeah, we are. Maybe, uh, but it's yeah. also, you know, I get some comfort right here. hearing y'all's story. <laughs> uh, you know, there have been times I've been running like 77 on 287. Oh my you God. Know, and I, I look up straight and to prison. Breaking the law. I know. I look up and I see like that, <laughs> that unit with, with the light bar on it. And I'm like, Oh shit. And, and, and then I pass and I'm like, Oh, as a constable. And then all of a sudden you get the lights whipped yeah, up. Yeah, on yeah. You. Like, <laughs> yeah. Damn. If you're ever driving through precinct three, what you do, he drives a blue Tesla. Uh-huh. Jesus. <laughs> Oh, I've seen the Tesla out there. I was, I was wanting to give him a hard time. About See, I was wondering because as battery. he was walking up to all of our vehicles, he was doing something. <laughs> yes. What's he doing? Do? I was sitting here, which one of these jokers yep. has got drives the battery-operated Tonka toy here? Yep. Not the farmer. Uh-uh. <laughs> That's hilarious. Okay, full circle back to campaigning and running. So, man, I felt great. Okay, like the last – I just went in and did early voting. But because of what we're doing with this segment, I've, I've been like pretty damn involved with who, locally at least, Amen. who is campaigning yeah. for what position and everything. It's interesting, isn't it? And I went in, and yeah. I was like, boom, yeah, this person, boom, yeah, this person. There's a few state seats and a few congressional seats. I was like, mm, I don't know. The I don't guy, know. The guy with the, it was like Frank Big Red <laughs> Thompson, did you see that guy on the ballot? No. I think he I did. Yeah, the, he had a big long. He must he have been on the Democrat game. side. No. Voting in those Democrat primaries, hey, are we? Hey, I got See that blue shirt over there. <laughs> yeah. I, I got pictures, bro. But So that was great uh, because I we've been engaged in talking to these locally, repre- locally elected representatives, and we kind of know about. So if you're out campaigning, I know you spoke of – Literally going door to door and knocking and yes. saying, what other methods can you utilize to get yourself out there? Uh, well, of course, to me, the biggest help for me was actually knocking on the doors. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I also you know, sent out mailers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did one during the primary, and I wasn't going to do one for the runoff, but I was told I should. So I scraped up a little bit of money, and I sent out a mailer during the runoff. Okay, mm-hmm. And, of course, I put up signs. Is there any other public forum that you – like, can you have we, a debate? We Is didn't it, have that many in the south end of the county. Yeah. Even though there was four of us. But if there was a get together, it could have been in Alvord, Chico, Decatur. Mm-hmm. I was there. Yeah. And one of the guys that didn't make the runoff said, Why did you go to those? I said, Because I just needed to see if there could have been one person from Precinct 3 or one person there that was a relative of or knew somebody in Precinct 3 that I'm ahead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I said, that's why I'm beating on doors. Because you wanted it, though. Yeah, yeah absolutely. He and is, is four, drive. is that a lot? to mm-hmm. uh, Four people running oh, you, for a position? Is that, yeah, is that a lot, I'm guessing? You're guaranteed a runoff. Yeah. And, and you know, for a, especially for a precinct. Because mm-hmm. uh, you got to have, what, 51%? 
not to have a runoff. Somebody's got to get 51% of the vote. And I'm just going to be honest. There's not a lot of registered voters in Precinct 3 that are able to vote. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, More so the Southie. But what you said is very good. People need to get involved yes, more. Yeah, yeah. You need, they need to educate themselves. Not what they see in the newspaper or read on in on YouTube, see on YouTube or TikTok. No Facebooks. Facebook. Yeah. Let, do something other than that. Well, I mean, yeah. stop right there. That what you just said is the element that dehumanizes. To me, it dehumanizes everybody that's running for these positions because mm-hmm. it's like, hey, this person, such and such, in this role, they don't really talk about the person. They talk about the role in which they serve, and mm-hmm. it really dehumanizes them because they can. They can turn them into vandals just by, you know, wording something in different contexts than, than, what, and, is, and we, than what really happened. And we all know that <clears throat> even the media in little old Wise County, they know all the tricks. Can, yeah. One word used a specific way, it can make somebody look at something sideways. Sure. Oh, yeah. So that's, I think, the biggest thing, and I've used this word over and over, is just rehumanizing people that are serving in these positions because we're having a freaking conversation with you. Well, and that's another thing. Even in our national election, Mm -hmm. you know, you hear all the crap. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's all you hear about. You know, this person in there are, you know, I've actually had people come after I won the election and was out working. Mm -hmm. They said, I just wanted to talk to you. I just wanted to meet you. Yeah. (laughs) And... I can't remember all their names, mm-hmm. right. but I've run into people in Decatur. Hey, how you doing, Constable Applewhite? Mm. Just being just available or yeah. there, present. Right. Yeah. And, and but you, your elected officials, in my opinion, should want that. Mm. Yes. Uh, yeah. If you're the sheriff or you're a constable, even a county commissioner. I mean, heck, sometimes I feel called. They call my office because their their ditch is clogged up. Mm-hmm. I either call them back or I give it, send it to the county commissioner's yeah. phone. It's all about the old term cops have talked about forever. You serve and protect. Mm-hmm. A lot of elected officials have forgotten the service part mm-hmm. of any elected official's job. It's just like the po- folks in Washington and in Austin, they work for us. We don't work for them, and they have forgotten that. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not one of these conspiracy theorists and all that stuff, but some things need to change. Do we need to queue up yeah. conspiracy yeah, crossroads yeah. music? <laughs> we, we have a segment for do conspiracy. They need to change. But, but no, you know, you I don't know think what it's I'm conspiracy saying. at this yeah. point. It's because it's Jeez. in the current atmosphere, it attracts activists right it attracts people that don't really give a shit about serving they only give a shit about yelling and screaming mm. making a big commotion drawing attention to themselves and then when it comes to the serving pushing part, agenda that too yeah. they could yeah. they could be paid by somebody mm-hmm. uh, well it's that, like facebook mm-hmm. it's very good to talk shit oh when yeah you're not standing in front of the person you're talking crap about oh, oh yeah. for sure yeah. keyboard warriors uh-huh. you know it it affects our kids because mm-hmm. they you know you've had kids commit suicide because of yeah. On, online bullying, mm. yeah, a per, by a person they've never met face to face, right? Or are they known from school and that's it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But somebody said one thing at school, and then they everybody dogpiles on them and beats them up on Facebook, TikTok, and or, that's why or, my kids don't have social media. I, I've used this example several times, and we're all old enough that we live, we knew life without social media, yeah. correct? Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. you know, you got your haircut on Friday, nobody knew about it until Monday morning at school, right? Yeah. Nowadays, I mean, kids are getting bullied while they're still sitting in the chair because people are talking shit about their haircut, right? 
And, how, and these kids, they're not equipped to deal with stuff like that. And it's just no. crazy. It, I mean, the children, are the, the situations that happen with them on social media are horrific. But the same stuff's happening with adults. Absolutely. Adults are acting like children. And there's adults that killed themselves because they yep. they didn't get the positive attention yeah, or and affirmation. And it's it's not the kids that's getting bullied's fault. It's their parents. Yeah. It, it all comes right. down to parenting. So it's responsibility, right? Yeah. And the parents are responsible for their kids, right? right? And so I think y'all touched this with Lane the other day and about people being mad at cops and the cops being the face of everything, right? Yes. And the problem is, is that as police officers, we represent the consequence mm-hmm. to their bad behavior, mm. right? Sure. So if it wouldn't matter if it was cops, say it was the baker was yeah. charged with arresting this person for breaking the law, Everybody would hate bakers, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, sure. we're, defund we're, the bakers. Yeah, we're the enforcement, <laughs> yeah. right? We don't make the laws, right? right? Legislature right. does down in Austin. Mm-hmm. We're just there to enforce them. Yeah, I think I was referencing Lane's um, uh, the time he got into the quip of, with a news reporter about the libertarian presidential candidate. Oh yeah, I remember Marijuana. that. Well, yeah, he was like, look. Um, marijuana is illegal, and while it's illegal, I'm going to enforce the law. On it, yeah, period. that's right. it. Well, and when he like, pissed that reporter off so bad because that reporter wanted to get under his yeah, head, oh yeah, right, and yep. just get him to break character, and he never it's, would. It's yeah. like testifying in open court. Because, mm-hmm. and I've said this to defense attorneys more than once in my career. I said, "Y'all you know, have a special class in law school that they send you to just to screw with cops because mm-hmm. their primary goal is to make you look bad on the witness stand." Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you're not prepared, when you go to testify, they will crucify you. Oh, yeah. Under your yeah. skin and make you. And that's what they want you to blow up. Yeah. And, and the way he handled that reporter was awesome. fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, had, I actually had a reporter from the Fort Worth Star-Telegram one time write an article based on an interview with me. Mm-hmm. I'm working a midnight shift, and I was the highest-ranking person there that night. And I was told, talk, yeah, go ahead and talk to him. I told him everything. Well, I'm off the next day. I get woke up. The chief says, I need you in my office 10 minutes ago. Now. So I haul butt over there. Well, this was before you had cameras, body, you, cams, body cams, yeah. or even cameras in the car. Okay. I carried a micro cassette recorder. Oh, wow. Every minute that I was on duty. For your own personal protection. For my yeah. own protection. And had I not recorded that entire interview, he was going to fire me. He wouldn't have taken my word for it. Okay. And I said, here's the interview. I never said any of that. Well, editing. Did they you, can, yeah. Sure. You know, it's just like we talked about earlier, right? I mean, you could record CNN, record Fox and mm-hmm. NBC, two different and they could have pseudo the same headline, yeah. but they could spin it whichever way they wanted oh, yeah. to. Yeah. Probably, it's, but peaceful. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, and well, did you did you leave did, after that? Were you like, screw you, I'm out? No, I had some. I I was wasn't long after that that I departed for the state. Yeah. Yes, I just. But yeah. I did get to go back and help this department as a state employee, and uh, it's a lot of people that get make rank as a police officer. Mm-hmm or become a chief, an assistant chief, or whatever, they forget where they came from. Mm-hmm. I, I've been a lieutenant, a sergeant, and a corporal in okay. my career. Uh, those positions, you always answer to somebody else. Now, people have asked me, so, well, who do you answer to? As a constable. As a constable. Mm-hmm. 
I said, basically, I answer to the voting public mm-hmm. and the county commissioners. Okay. County judge, the commissioner's court. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's precinct one, two, three, and four county commissioners and Judge J.D. Clark. So you're there at all those meetings then? I don't make it a lot of times. I'm out working because they're okay. usually on Monday mornings, and if I've got something scheduled, if yeah. I don't, then I try to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But that's technically who your boss, if you will, is, is the commissioner of court? If people want, want me to give them a boss, that's who I tell them. Okay. If you were ever to have to be reprimanded by anybody, who would that come from? Yeah, that's a valid question. In my opinion, besides it would, the public, besides the public, it would come no. from the commissioner's court, possibly the attorney general's office. That's what I was going to say. Got to be the attorney general's. If I'm going to be investigated, it's going to be done by the the ranger. Yeah, right. What with any cop, usually. Yeah. yeah okay. Uh, since we're like in this realm right now, uh, every, you know, everything is un, not untouchable. Like and police and being a police officer, a peace officer, sheriff, whatever, everything could be touched by corruption. Mm. And we've seen a lot of that, I think, happen. And, and I, I, the dismissive part of it, when it first started getting exposed, like, well, it's just bad apples. Well, what happens if you don't get rid of the bad apples? They spoil the batch. So, how do you how do you see uh, see police policing and law enforcement keeping corruption at bay from bad actors, or like you said, not to be conspiracy theories here, but people that might be paid to be bad actors and put into these places. <sighs> The one thing that comes to mind is now what we have to do, even when I, we hire a reserve. Mm-hmm. T. Cole has changed things. You have, if I get a request from another agency on one of my guys, I have to upload their file to okay. a system so they can look at it. And can, I have. Can you a, tell people what T. Cole means? It's the Texas Commission on Law and Law Enforcement okay. Standards. Okay. Okay. That's who. That's, that's who licenses every police officer in the state of Texas. So our peace officer license that I talked to you earlier about. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So when we graduate academy and we take the state test, yep. our license is issued by Texas Commission on Law Enforcement. Right. Okay. okay. All right. It used to be T. Close, but right. they changed it. They shortened it to T. Cole. Okay. okay. But they. They license every peace officer in the state. Mm-hmm. They're the ones that mandate what training we're required to have at what level, and they know. maintain all your training, your right. your certificates for your uh, basic peace officer, advanced, intermediate, masters, whatever. They keep all track of all that. Mm-hmm. And Definitely like, sure. and it's like the reserves. Mm-hmm. They don't get paid. They pay for their own training, and every four years they have to take a civil class. And that's not cheap. That you have to pay for? That they yeah. have to pay oh for. Oh, my God. How do we get that changed? Uh, I need a, we need a bigger budget. Listen, you can either you can do it online or there's yeah. some agencies that host it, and it's an eight-hour class, right? Yeah. I'm paying for it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, wow. So, but I would say yeah. that's the that's best That's eight thing. hours you're not working. Yeah. 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 But how can I put this? Are there bad law enforcement officers? Yes. There's. N- if anybody says there's not, mm. they're either crazy or they're lying. Mm-hmm. Yes, I've seen them. I've worked with them. I've seen them go by the wayside. Uh, the best thing on top of what the state licensing does is what's, what your, the upper management of your department does. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not saying... For me, it's not about your personal life. Unless you bring that personal life into my house, mm-hmm. 
or what you do in your pu- in your personal life sheds unfavorable light on my house, then we're going to have a problem. Sure. Yeah, I need you to do your job, do it professionally and safely. Mm-hmm. That's that's from that's all I need. Yeah. We can't govern everything an officer does. No, it's right. impossible. Yes, if we had officers get involved in sex crimes, dope, smuggling dope, yes. Mm. Is will that ever end? No. Probably not. No. Because of one thing, money. 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 Yeah. yeah. And the human element. I human think there's element. a there's a lot a little bit more to it than that. You know, I think you <sighs> How do you judge somebody's moral uh, character, right? I mean, right. it's very tough, tough right? Your, your, yeah, yeah you're on paper of, of your own moral right. character, I guess. Right. I think the sheriff's office ap- application, I think, is 35 pages long, mm-hmm. right? Wow. And then, then there's a there's a, a background investigation. There, there's a polygraph, right? Mm-hmm. But um, as you said, you know, what you do at your house is fine. Just don't let work get involved, right? Right. <laughs> But if you're arresting people for possession of marijuana and you're going home and smoking marijuana, that's a problem. Mm-hmm. Right. Right, so you you have to find the right moral type character guy that you want working for you, and and with the same morals that the job requires. Right, I mean it's just tough. Ergo, good as you well, stated, or good, good leadership that has yeah. never had been in trouble before. Yeah. Right, but, yeah, that's, and, and, that's what I was going to say is because you don't know, you can't screen screen um, a person that is young that's just right out of police academy or an older police officer or whatever, maybe he's never been presented with right two and a half million dollars for... Hey, right. I need you to look the other way. Yeah, right. so, I mean, it's hard. It's, tough. it's almost impossible to screen well, to that. Right. And I've had people ask me, relatives, friends, uh, have you ever been tempted? I've been in rooms with enough money in it right. yeah. that I could have sent both my kids to Harvard mm-hmm. and still have money left over. And somebody said, well, it was dope money. Who would know? I said, I would know. Yeah. You have to live with that. I have to live with I have to be able to look myself in the mirror. Yeah. Well, and I mm-hmm. I, I, I guess I'm the same way, right? If yeah. I put my name on it, I'm not going to, you know, it's not going to foul. Yeah, right? you're not going to slander your own yeah. name. No. I, I'm not no. going to pencil whip a report just to put somebody no. in, in a set of handcuffs and put mm-hmm. them in jail. No. It's like fishing. You catch them another day. Well, yeah. people sometimes will, I want to say lie, but they'll... Even if it's by omission, it's lying, right? Mm-hmm. So they'll leave stuff out or they'll they'll fudge on this or that, you know. And, and I used to tell my kids even, you know, some of the hardest thing you'll ever do is the right thing, mm-hmm. yep. right? And if you screw up, the best thing to do is get in front of it, yeah. oh, and right? I, yeah, I've, I guarantee you there's nobody sitting here that had not screwed up. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But you right. – I don't know. He's pretty perfect. You don't. You don't. The problem is, like, especially today's society, they want to blame someone or something else instead of themselves. Instead of themselves, take responsibility. That's you. You got to take responsibility. Yep. Hey, Sarge, that was on. Yeah. Did you Did you say that step? Yeah, I did. Mm -hmm. Take your lumps and you go down the road. Mm -hmm. Because it makes it a thousand times worse. But now there's like profitability in not taking responsibility and like. Are you talking about like from like joining up with cartels or whatever? Your corruption, yeah, yeah. corruption in general. Even from like the point of big pharma, like oh that person, he made those bad choices because he wasn't appropriately medicated for these conditions. (laughs) And I guarantee you, that's been played in court. Uh, My defendant's crazy. He murdered forty-seven people, but 
You know, he, well, he's a nutcase. So I can, uh, medicate him and put him in the uh, asylum. Uh, well, I can't call him asylums anymore. I've that. seen two people in my career mm-hmm. that made the hair on the back of my neck stand up. Only two. One was I'd go from Huntsville to Rusk State Hospital and bring back a guy that was in their section for the criminally insane mm-hmm. and bring him back to Huntsville for a bench trial. The he said bench. 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 Oh, bench. 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 I, yeah. I could have sworn I heard something. I've never heard about this trial. Yeah, yeah, we got some real lingo going but, on. And one yeah. guy in this county that killed his mother on a Mother's Day weekend with just by just beating her and stomping her to death. Jeez. Now, have I dealt with people with mental illness? Yes. Yeah. But I've only seen two that I would say were criminally insane and didn't know right from wrong. Mm. Wow. Luckily, it doesn't happen often, right? People well. do stupid. <laughs> people do stupid things all the time. But you know, I would I would say, and this is you know, well, I'm on a different side of the coin than y'all are. But in general, most people get up every day wanting to do good, and 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 then a few people don't. Well, there's. To that analogy, there's mm-hmm. some people who wake up don't know what time of day it is or what day of the week well, it is. Well, that's true too. Yeah. So yeah, and they, and they're and they're in their pajamas that they've been in for the last four weeks and they smell like dirty feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But they're not we'll evil. Talk about people that they're go not to Walmart evil. like that. Yeah, they might be quote unquote good for nothing, but they're not evil. Well, they're not waking up wanting to do good. Yeah, they're yeah. no, well, that's valid. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I've had the opportunity to talk to. The kids, high school age, younger. Mm-hmm. I tell them, said, "Do you you don't have to go to college to be a success? No, mm, trade schools. We yes. have we Before have a, a shortage of welders and people to work on mm-hmm. your cars, your AC Tradesmen. units, and all, yeah. all that." Yeah. Well, that's why I Biden's said, letting letting them come over. <laughs> <laughs> He's just fixing that problem, man. I said, don't, got to go solutions. The, the bottom line is, I tell them, say, don't be a drain on society. Right. Be give something back. back. Yeah, absolutely. To society. Yeah. And it benefits. I mean, it benefits you. Right. You, you think that you deserve something, or you're you're entitled. You're going to be given something. There's no fulfillment in those thoughts. There's fulfillment in giving back to your society, and and you'll and it'll come back to you, right? Yeah, and this happened probably a year or so ago. Me and my wife were in one of the little restaurants down in Boyd eating lunch one day, and there were some two guys sitting behind us, and obviously in the computer business. And he's talking to one. He said, "Yep, I actually had a guy, twenty six, twenty five, twenty six year old kid show up for a job interview, and he brought his mom and dad with him for the interview." Ooh. Mm. That's where our society is gone. Oh yeah, yeah. Y'all are younger than I am. Can y'all tell me when that when, when did what happened? When did this happen? Like when all of a sudden, mm-hmm. like everybody gets trophies and every oh, and then if you're going to birthday present, you're going to get a, a gift too because yeah. we don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. Mm. So, I mean, what in the hell is that about? It had to yes. be after my childhood because I, I mean, thought my middle name was No because every time I asked a question, <laughs> the answer was No. Yeah, I mean, right? there's, yeah. there's been little instances of each generation more and more entitlements and more and more. Did y'all get slapped movies. in the back of the head if you back talk to your mom? Oh yeah, oh, oh yeah. We totally. were just talking. Okay, about so that it was after night. y'all. That's yeah. what's wrong with us now. <laughs> we were talking about slap the hair off your head. <laughs> yeah, but, but people people try to defend the uh, absence of discipline on, on you know they. Blame CPS, but oh, that's yeah. not actually the case. I, I don't my think so. Fly swatter, no, no. CPS is showing up. I got whipped with a fly swatter. I had yeah. to go cut my own twigs. Switch, off switch. get your yeah, own I've switch. I've done it. Switch. 
had a uh, broom handle, a pair of boots. Yeah, honestly, I, I think it started whenever we like quit texting by hitting multiple numbers. This is coming from the Made guy it too that easy. This coming from the guy that showed up saying, I wanted to use chat GPT to write uh, yeah. questions. Yeah. <laughs> You're the problem. I knew that You're was coming problem. back around. <laughs> but I think there's kind of a loss of a moral compass, which is good for law enforcement because it's job security. You've always got more and more bad guys. Yeah, but it's those. terrible for society. Oh, yeah. yeah. So it's speaking of that, that's a good, you, you should be able to answer this. Can I whip my kids' ass if Absolutely. they're fucking up? Within so the law says not beat them. You the looked law at me states, funny when I said I got whipped by a belt. Uh-huh. So, uh, no, I did too. Okay, I mean yeah. the law states you can use reasonable force to further the welfare and discipline of your child. Mm. Period. Mm, the yeah. end. Where is right? the line of reasonable? Okay, now let me tell you what. Yeah, because my reasonable and your might be different. Same, right? If uh, I show up, I don't know your kid. Yeah. I don't know what you've dealt with him already, uh-huh. right? So. CPS uses medical doctors for their opinion for abuse. Correct. We all know those guys are. And so, hundred percent. If you're if you're looking at a mark, and your definition is if it lasts longer than twenty four hours, correct? Yes. Then it's abuse. Mm. Well, and 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 to go even further, you you have at you know Children's Hospital Mm -hmm. and and at uh, Texas Children's over in Dallas, you have. Uh, groups that are care team, yeah, care teams, yeah. and and they're trained to identify the signs. Of but abuse. the the medical yeah profession's definition of abuse is any mark that's left over yeah. twenty four hours, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So that's all we have to go off of because right. we're not medical doctors, right? Right. I mean, I got some, but the, the law, but, but the law states, right? You can use reasonable, reasonable yeah. discipline, okay, or, or use reasonable force, yeah. Well, right. And I think we saw this coming because when I was a patrol officer in the mid-cities, mm-hmm. we actually got calls from parents wanting us to discipline their child. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll yeah. never forget this lady, nice lady, 14-year-old son. Dad works out of town a lot. She gave us permission to spank him. And I said, ma'am, you should have thought about that 13 and a half years mm-hmm. ago. Too late. I said, now me and Junior will go outside with your permission and we'll have a chat. Yeah. And I assisted him out the back door mm-hmm. and we had a 30 minute talk, but we never went back to that house because I told him if we come back, I will find a reason to send him to juvenile in Tarrant mm-hmm. County. And I said, young man, there's boys in there that will cut your throat while they're eating a ham sandwich. Yeah. Yeah. You, that's the place you needed to be. Scared but of, but we actually fear. had parents, and this was in the 90s. Yeah. And as I look back, I'm going, gum, we did, I didn't even think about it being worse now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been sitting eating eating lunch or whatever, and, and a mom and, and her child would walk by and say, you better be good or they're going to get you. Yeah. <laughs> that policeman's going like, to put well, you in jail. Mm-hmm. What does that tell kids, right, yeah. to be, be scared, scared of us, be right? Scared of police yeah. officers, and, yeah. and, and we want every kid to be able to know that they can call and trust us mm-hmm. at any time, yeah. right? And it just makes it very difficult. That's a really good way to put that. And a lot of people probably, you know, they don't think that. Though. No. They don't think that. Because they don't have any control at home because no. for whatever reason they gave it up, right? And sure. so they're like, here, let's mm-hmm. give it to this guy mm. We were uh, who's just a uniform. I don't right. know, I mean, how far we go into this, but even in school, we were talking about this last night. Like the teachers that I had, 
they they had their Shit. wooden paddles on display, holes yep. drilled in them for aerodynamic performance. Yeah. Sixth grade, Keller Middle School, we had a teacher that chunked erasers. Oh, that's my mom. Chunked, yeah. chunked erasers at a at a kid and, and broke broke a kid's finger. Holy cow! With an eraser, mm-hmm. like a whiteboard eraser. Yeah, the backside's hard, bro. Uh, yeah. That's true. I guess. No, <laughs> yeah, clank, clank, clank. I mean, yeah. Exactly. Erasers aren't as good these days. And, and you know what? Yeah. What what was told to him? Yeah, I, I guess no. you ought not be doing that. Yeah. <laughs> His fingers pointing. Yeah. Exactly. Well, that right. was the that was and, and to answer your question on when did that change? I think I think and I've always said this is when two two things. Uh, whenever we we as when I say we, I mean as as humans quit. There's quit discipline your kids because we we basically have the majority doesn't. Mm. Uh, I, I don't feel like, but also the and the the biggest thing for me I think is they. They took fear away from the kids, but you call it respect. You call it whatever you want. When you're a kid, you don't screw up because you're afraid you're going to disrespect your father. You you don't screw up because you're afraid your father's going to come over and kick your ass. Yeah, I've I've, I've said an awful many times that there's a thin line between fear and respect, and yes. I don't care what side I'm on as exactly long as you do right. what I ask you to do. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I don't. And I'm, I'm not saying like take out the trash. I'm like respect your mother. Yep. Right. Um, don't be an asshole at school. Mm-hmm. Right. Respect your teachers. Yeah. And I just don't understand how it's not like that anymore. No. I don't, I don't well, either. And you're, you're, you're like, you could, the message you could convey to these kids is this is going to set you up to be a good person the rest yeah. of your life that's able to contribute to society, right. that's yep. able to function in society, right. and then one day become an older, wise leader. Yeah. That helps. It's, it's a cyclical thing right. that just transcends yeah, generations. The, but. The rule in my house was if if you got a spanking at school, oh yeah, you got four when you got home. Yeah, guess how many whoopings I got in school? One. Yeah, and it was bullshit. Bullshit. <laughs> Still arguing at that point. Bullshit. It was. I was trying to mac daddy on a girl, and I got I got a whooping. Now, well, I think ever, as you get older, bullshit. you know, there should be maybe somewhat of a rebellious phase because I think that gives you a perspective. I think that helps you answer the questions of why. Mm-hmm. Why should I behave this way? Why should I? Ble- and once you, once you realize way, there's consequences, well, that, well, see, that's what I was through that phase and know right. this con- Then you have a whole new respect. Consequences for is, is another so, thing, is because in you, that the the rebellion it's going to happen. It's yeah. in us. It's in yeah, us all. It's, it's yeah. a human. It's a human. So it's usually gonna, right when you get your license. Yeah, oh, you're yeah. going to rebel. But like, if you're already you've been dealing with consequences from here, it's going to help that. Rebellion, right. not go out and go. Well, shit, I ain't worried about nothing. I'm gonna a, go shoot this guy. There's a difference between being rebellious and a little off the chains, and but not yeah. psychopathic. You no, know? you're right. right. But, it, yeah. but if you grew up, just think about it. So if you grew up with zero consequences for anything you did, you'll never understand. And then on. at 16, you're like, shit, I'm doing the hell I, I want. I got no, I you got no and worries. Yeah. And let's take it a step further, and you'll you'll we'll tie this all together, right? You get pulled over. For a tag light being out because you're no one fixed it for you, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden you've got an officer and you start being an ass to him, and he's like, "Well, I'm just going to take you to jail because your tag light's out and you're being an asshole." Yeah, well, <laughs> he's not going to say I'm taking you to jail because you're an asshole, but he's mm-hmm. taking you to jail because your tag light's out, right? Right. Yes. And then they start running their mouth, right? Yeah. And y'all see these all the time, and oh, that's oh my god, because they've never had any consequences. I'm not a police officer, but Jesus Christ, I watch them videos, them <laughs> cocksuckers pulling out their phones, and I'm like. Beat his ass. Beat his ass. It makes me so freaking mad. My patience has developed over the years, right? Because, (laughs) and and I had to tell myself back in 05, right? I'm not going to go to jail for anybody. Right. I've told my wife, I'll take a bullet for you, but I ain't going to jail for you. (laughs) 
Well, that and that's that even usually comes up in when you're doing oral interviews when you hire somebody. Mm-hmm. And when I got hired by the sheriff's department, uh, the guy that was trying to I ask was on your question, board, wasn't I? I think I, I was. You may have been. Yeah. But one of the guys was trying to ask his question. I said, I can answer it. I know what you're getting at. I said, here's the deal. I said, there might be five people I'll go to the penitentiary for, and they're not sitting in this building. Mm. I am not, like he said, I am not, because you have to give away your honesty. Integrity. Your integrity. Mm. You have to actually physically give that to somebody. Yeah, and then live with yourself. And then live with yourself. I'm not going to go to the penitentiary because you messed up and got caught. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm not going with you. Your honesty and your integrity is the only two things that people can't take from you, mm-hmm. but you can give it away in a heartbeat. Yeah. Yep. And I've we both have seen officers do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Damn. Mm. Wow. Once your words, once your name is tarnished, that's it, right? Yeah. I mean, we, we've not mentioned any names here, but we all know who we were talking about, and everybody had the same impression, right? And I don't know if any of you know him, no, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. or oh, know yeah. them, right? Yep. Whether you do or not, all you know is what you heard, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yep. And even compounded in today's age where it's on social media within uh, milliseconds. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Uh, I had a guy teach, tell me long before, right around the time I went in the cabin, another guy that was well-respected by me. He was like, act like you're always on camera because you never know when you're going to be. Well, in today's yeah. times, you are. Yeah, and this sure. was in 05, right? So, yeah. Okay, so I know. got a really tough question. This one, This one's tough. Why is it not honesty, integrity, and reputation? What do you mean? And they're mm. kind of the one and the same, right? Are they? Yeah. In this world, they honesty integrity, well, yeah, but where you, anybody can get on and slander you. Yeah, but you can online. Con- you, you can control your honesty and your uh, integrity. You, you can't, can't really control you can't, your reputation. No, you can't control it, especially if you're Not law with, enforcement, right? Well, anybody. I'll put it. I mean, well, just but, like you. I, I, I mean, mean, I don't know. Let's ask the professionals, right? But I mean, right. even in your your profession. Me, I mean, you right. can't. You can't. If people are talking, man, Doc's a terrible doctor. I mean, this, in this some way, you you can. It's like you can control the day-to-day interactions that you have with people in general, mm-hmm. even though you have some shitty interactions every now and then. Mm-hmm. You know, it's got to be very similar as a law enforcement. I think the difference in reputation is is you have a reputation with your your um, peers, mm-hmm. other doctors. Okay, valid. We right? have we have reputations uh, yep. with within the law enforcement community, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean. Hey, you know that guy? No, I don't know. I don't know. I don't recognize that name. Well, you'll know this. Mm-hmm. And this uh-huh. this is a something that happened. Uh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right? I think, yeah. Did you have something yeah. to say, Mr. Applewhite? Well, this was over a year ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, gets to the kind of the crux of society and how they perceive law enforcement mm-hmm. to a certain extent. Didn't know this person. Ran into this person at one of our local businesses one day. Walks right up to me and says, "You know you're a racist." Whoa! And I said, what? "Ma'am," I said, "Ma'am, I don't know you. What What do you mean? You're a cop. You're white, and you're old." Uh, she was from California. I said, she? "I said, ma'am, God bless you, and you have a nice day." Because you can't argue with no, that. No, no. there's she, no reasoning. That, that person had already made up her mind that if I all cops are racist, mm-hmm. especially white ones. And old and old ones. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he told you earlier that's, you're not an old man, though. Yeah, so, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but damn, that's tough. I mean, that's a day ruiner geez. right there. Like, what do you do? Just go home and then call it a day after that. <laughs> I went back to work. <laughs> I mean, I kind of was chuckling when I was walking out, and I'm going, 
like I said, you can't argue with people like that. No. You're, yeah. you're beating your head against the wall. Hopefully, karma came around and she actually had her ass saved at some point by a police officer. Yeah. You never know. And no, but like, it, oh. it it hits close to a facet of society right now, mm-hmm. in that there's there's a large group of people, and and I think we went through a tough phase as a nation. Obviously, yeah. BLM, mm-hmm. but uh, we went through a tough phase where we thought the institution big Latino mamas. <laughs> Hey now. Is that, what, and what, is that canceled. What? <laughs> what? Oh my gosh. Bureau that? of Land Management. There you go. Oh, that's yeah. what it is. That's yeah. what I thought you were referring to, too. <laughs> yeah. When, when, when did the train get off the track? Are you really marking the He's marking it. Mark. <laughs> this one's going as a highlight. Big, big, that's what that's what we're just gonna name the podcast episode tonight. Big Latino Mama. Yeah. <laughs> wow. God. But you gotta, Starring Charles Applewhite. But, yes. I, but you got elected official in precinct three. Even though where I was. Hold on, hold on. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> Too excited. Y'all, okay, go on. Y'all have got to remember. As law enforcement officers, we can't be offended at anything people call us. No. Right. Yeah. And yeah. when I was a young, young first starting out. There was stuff that I got called that I had to write down and go look up what it meant. <laughs> Are you going to have to go look up Big Latino Mama? No, I won't. I'm not going to punch that it's in. It's on my playlist. Like, yeah. Say, I'm, I'm not, not putting that in my, my, in the Google and find out what comes up. You can see no, your no. wife coming in like, Big Latino Mama. Like, what? <laughs> what are you doing? It's yeah, research. It's research. We may not hit 37 years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, oh my god, man! But what I was saying, completely know, like, derailed. Oh yeah, yeah. So, so we equate an institution as being racist, and then because all the, because all, of activists. No, yeah, not necessarily I, I think because we know of enough to, I think it's based on your raising. Yeah, which leads you into a role so of activism. Let's, Just, like when I talk about activists, I mean people that have nothing to do but screech and scream. Yes, for, I understand for, what for you clout. mean. No, I understand yeah. what you mean. Yeah, and it's and and it was the online generation, right? You got all these kids. That, you didn't find all forty, fifty year old people out there raising hell, no, did you? Right. Tearing up stuff. No, yeah. it's all these kids who yep. have no consequences for their actions. But somebody, yep. somebody's, yeah, responsible for yeah. instigating it and riling yeah. them up. Yeah, yeah. Right? Okay, I, I think there's enough to. That that's not a conspiracy anymore, right? It's like we know there were dark forces, big money behind that. Hand. Sure, yeah, a lot of lot of money. Yeah, lot yeah. Of money. So we're all old enough to understand. At some point, you learn right from wrong, right? Right. Regardless well, of, hopefully. yeah. I mean, yeah. regardless of how you were raised. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> and so, at what age do you think you? They, I don't think my folks were right. I think this is right. Mm. That's uh. your your late teens. Okay, yeah, early twenties, late teens. Well, oh, that's when you yeah, start, that's late when you teens. Might start thinking. I, it, I would yeah. agree with that. Yeah, this right. is why I I, I, I bring my this moments. up. I bring this up yeah. because I've often thought that because I know how I am. Right, that if I was raised in the sixties, mm-hmm. I think that I would stepped up and I would I would have marched with the black guys that were out there being yeah. being we uh, think, yeah. I'd like to think that I, because I, I, I hate like bullies of any well. kind. I am anti yeah. bully of any kind, right? And yeah. it's just wrong. Yeah. And if you're an American, you're an yeah, American. Right. Right. So I, I think that I would I'd like to think that I would have stepped up and sure. seen, you know, hey, this is my buddy. Come on, let's you can sit down and have a have lunch with me. Mm-hmm. They're not gonna tell me no, right? That's oh. my attitude on a lot of things. But the hard reality is exactly. But yeah. again, and I think I the guys that were um, prejudiced, for lack of a better term, yeah. you know, they they 
that's the way they were brought up. <clears throat> yeah, they were ignorant. And that's yeah, that's, exactly. Yeah, and that's what off of what you're saying. You you would hope that you would be exactly that. At what like, point? You, so you got to think. So at, at 18 years old, mm. that's been preached into your brain right. for 18 years. Right. That's a hard yeah. switch. Or you've been, you know, watching the TV or your mm. video games or whatever you've been exposed to. Yep. Yeah. Mm. So they're they're being attacked by. Several different fronts. Man, right? that's, that's what, valid. Charles has got some yeah. sentiments I, I want to hear. Uh, God, now i got to remember what I was going to say. <laughs> no, it's, it, man, it, it, sells, it, it just happens. We, uh, yeah, we get derailed, go down the trail. I think it depends, too. You know, people grow up in different parts of the country. Mm-hmm. Okay, I spent the first 17 years of my life in Florida. Mm-hmm. Pensacola Naval Air Station. Mm-hmm. I was born there. Pensacola is a beautiful place. My old man was in the Navy. I was, it was my first time through there last summer. Beautiful yeah. place. Uh, Sorry. And we went to, you know, played football with with black black kids, but yeah. we had two race riots while I was in high school. Mm. But nobody pulled out a gun right. or a machete and started killing each It was You handled it with your hands. Yeah. No and, and I guarantee you, everybody that drove a truck, there was a shotgun and or a rifle mm-hmm. in, sitting in the sitting back the window. window. Yeah, because before Chris, before school during hunting season, you went hunting. Mm-hmm. True. So, and we all live in a rural, you, rural, rural, rural. rural. Yeah, we've been That's down tough. this path yeah, before. We, we've done in a yeah. rural community, royal, right? Royal, yeah. royal. It, yeah. I think it would be a very different conversation if we all grew up. Inner city, pick one. It doesn't matter right. because we're not waking up and going hunting. We're not, you know, You're right. um, we don't have rifles and shotguns. Yeah. I mean, out right. here we do or did, right? right. Inner city kids don't. I, I lost mine in the lake. I yeah. don't, but every time I guns. hear somebody on the opposite <laughs> spectrum, politically, you know, beliefs of, of mine, now they're, when they talk about, oh, I'd like to have a firearm for my own personal protection. Hey, maybe it's you from you from you, you crazy conservative. Like, right. That's the idea. It's the great yeah. equalizer. Like, it's well, a, and used to you used to be able to argue with yes. the other side. Yeah, that's huge. And, not, yeah. and but now, good. if you don't have their opinion, yeah, you have you don't even have a right to live right. in, in their right. in their atmosphere. Yep. Yeah. Polarized. Yeah, you. Every, it's like you're here and you're here, and that's where you. That's yeah. it. You can't move center Satan. of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But and I don't and I'm, I have a hard time. Same. Understanding and going where? Why did this start? Yeah. yeah why do I need to align myself with a fa- one of these right. factions? I don't. Okay. There's an R after my name on the ballot. Because you have to run it under a party. Retired. But, right. Retired. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just just a T for tired. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but. I'm a conservative. Mm-hmm. I was brought up that you worked hard for what you got. Mm-hmm. There's nobody, you put your hand out, nobody's going to put money in it unless yeah. you do a job. But everybody should have an equal opportunity to work hard right. for it. Or yeah. if you and come across the border illegally now, you right. can get, get that. Well, <laughs> and, and a phone. Yeah. So they can call you and let you know when your court date is. Because right. <laughs> I've, I've, got, I've got friends that are other nationalities, uh-huh. and I've, I've, we talk. And I asked a couple of them, I said, well, what do you think if you could bring Martin Luther King alive for 30 minutes? Every one of my black friends would say, told me, said he'd be the most, the most pissed off black man yep, on the I've planet. I've heard that multiple because times. Because he wasn't asking for a handout. Mm-hmm. He just wanted an even playing there field. There you go. Yep. Yeah. My mom, God rest her soul, um, she taught me and my sister. Yes. The Bible says you treat people the way you want to be treated. She added one caveat to that. 
treat them as a human being. Mm. That didn't kick into me until I got in this business. Okay. You treat someone as a human being, that takes away race, sex, Mm -hmm. sexual orientation, religion, how much money you make or don't make. Mm -hmm. And guess what? That's what we all are. Mm -hmm. This is just simply an outer wrapper. Sure, yeah. And trust me, I have seen the insides of any race you want to name. All the same. Either on an autopsy table or out in the field. Depends on what happened. And it all, and it all, (laughs) what's left. A heart looks like a heart, looks like a heart. Yeah. But unfortunately, in our today's society, they want to, everybody's got to do this. Mm -hmm. They want to point a finger and blame somebody. Mm. Ah, we need to put you in this box because you're this. We're going to put you over here because you're that. Sure. Yeah. What does that create? Division. Yeah, absolutely. Tension and Uh, division. And I, wow, honest, and, is... and I honestly don't care the color of a man or woman's skin. It sure. means nothing. Uh, it's... A few years ago, we, there was a box added to our ticket books. Did you know the race of the driver before you stopped him? Yes. Yep. And we had to... Like, we uh, had to check that box. That's on Decatur's now. I've seen it in the... And I'm like... Still, yep. Does it matter? That's part of the racial profiling. It's, it's all, that exactly they is. have to log in racial profiling. Yep. Wow. And I'm like, you know... I treated everybody with respect. Mm-hmm. Now, how I reacted to how they treated me that was maybe a different sure. thing, right? right. Uh, but everybody was, hello, sir, hello, ma'am, right? Yeah. And then, it, wah, wah, wah. Mm-hmm. okay, now we're going to move it up a little bit. Well, we grew up, you know, we were supposed to be taught not to see color. Yeah. And, right. But now, political, or uh, I, what's racial? I would say racial, we probably were taught that. Yeah, we were. Now it's like, it's promoted. You're supposed to see Right, color. You're supposed to see color. You're supposed to right. elevate um, or make this, you know, marginalize this person because of their their color and yeah. uh, identity politics. Is yeah, the color. Yeah. 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 Like, and Barney would know this. You live on a major naval base. Mm. It's not mm-hmm. only your navy there. Mm-hmm. You have navies from our NATO partners that come in and may be there for months training. Mm-hmm. My last t- duty station yeah. was at a NATO command. Yeah. yeah, I've been around people from all over the world. So yeah. I've lived on base housing, and it just it galls me sometimes. Uh-huh. And you got why we can't get people, young people, to understand you got to take responsibility for what you do. Well, they've never had to at and home. They, but yeah. they've never had to do that. Held accountable at home. You know, mm-hmm. and I've told parents, I said, you want me to tell you why we're dealing with your kid? Because you have it. Because you won't. Yep. You're, you've had a hard day at work. You're sucking down your second martini, and you give them a $50 bill to tell them to get out of my hair. I'm tired. Or you've given them a 12-inch iPad. Yes. And said, here you go. And yeah. we wind up dealing with them. Yeah. Mm. Law enforcement, I should mm. say. But what? it's – I think it's – unfortunately, I believe it's going to get worse before it gets better. Well, let me ask this. All right. Correlating, you know, what I, my statements were about um, your rebellious face, mm. your your – coming of age and your understanding why I think the way I think. Do you think the 2015, 2016, you know, BLM area, defund the mm-hmm. police, are we... Did we get past it? Yeah. Did we pass it? I, and is is that probably a necessary thing that to happen? Because it brought us defund the police. It brought chaos and urban, you know, urban downtowns that were vacated. Right. And now people are understanding like, oh, we need to 
fund the police. They need more funding. Like yeah. it, it gave everybody a perspective of yeah. what the fucking place looks like without law enforcement. Yeah. So for for whatever reason, our federal government has decided to say, "Hey, look, this one speck of the of the smallest minorities." Mm-hmm needs to be recognized and the rest of us have to bow to them. Mm-hmm. That's what happened. Right? But there was a I But there may there have been a few. A, there may have been a few, but it's still like maybe what, you know, 0.3% of the population is yeah. in these categories that mm-hmm. they expect everybody to bow, you know, cater to. Yeah. And then all of a sudden we're like <laughs> What? Yeah. And now our our kids are having to share bathrooms. Yeah. And and, and locker rooms and and well, he, yeah, with, he he likens it. Or with, you, yeah, go you, ahead. You've given it the nickname "America's Psychotic Episode," which yeah. continued from like 2015 to now. Yeah. I agree. I, d- yeah. I do hope we are kind of emerging through that psych- like it, psychotic. In episode. hindsight, maybe it was necessary to give everybody a, a re. This is what you wanted. This is what you got. And how do you like it? Yeah. Yeah. Do you want chaos or do you want law and order? So you can have society. So you can have businesses in downtown. So people can walk out on the street, spend money freely, live. I know. But with that said, we have more schools that are putting in uh, like litter boxes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I I think it it helps (laughs) to a certain point. Okay. Yep. But you look at the big Mm. cities, Mm. you still have mobs going in and just taking everything they can yeah. and running out the door, nothing's done. No consequences. There's no consequences. But then you look over here, some poor guy was on the steps of the Capitol, mm-hmm. and he's serving 18 months in the federal penitentiary for standing there. For standing, yeah, being, being in the wrong spot, basically. You know, well, there's, there's some dude that I've seen, I don't remember, somebody, he got pushed. I think Chad might have been telling me this. He got pushed, pushed over the railing? Over a barrier. Over a barrier. And now he's facing life mm. in prison. Yeah. What? Yeah, because yeah, he got pushed. The mob pushed him, and he went over, the, fell over the barrier. They arrested him for getting where I he mean, wasn't supposed to. Now there, he's threatened their life. Who, was it on the um, Was it on the Gut Check program? Or I think it was the, their podcast. They were talking about a person that wasn't even. They were on the plane traveling to DC mm. for business. They weren't even going to the Capitol. Yeah, but because they were on a plane going to that destination, they're on a watch list. They have people yep. following yeah. them. And that's that's crazy. That's a surveillance. And I'm, state, and I'm sorry right? that's sad. Yeah. You know, we gave up a lot of freedoms, I think, uh, after 9-11 mm. uh, under the guise of keeping us safe. Sure. But we've allowed that monster out of the bag, so to speak. Yeah, the monsters are due on Mayberry when, Street. And when we have allowed our government officials to bastardize that, mm-hmm. and that's exactly what they've done, yep. they, are, they are using it to further their political Agenda. Agenda. So when they take the Patriot Act, that's supposed to be from everybody over there that wants to harm America, right? Mm -hmm. And they start flipping around on the citizens. Mm -hmm. Problem. It's a problem. Well, then, but the sad part is you have law enforcement agencies filled with people that are just going along with that because they're, they got jobs, they got families, they Mm -hmm. got to support, right? Would you call that a form of corruption? If you're doing what you're told to do? Even, Even though it's, from the the United oh, States that's government, tough, that's a tough one. That's Here's the thing: you, if you morally, from your moral compass, feel that it's wrong, if I was told to lie, yeah, or to steal or cheat, I wouldn't do it. Okay, period. Now, if I was told to, I need you to run an investigation on this guy. Why? Mm-hmm. Because I told you to. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. What do you need to know? Standard standard investigation. Mm-hmm. Okay. What yeah. about when it comes time and they go, I need you to go out to Heath's house and take his guns? 
I would I would suggest don't be sick on that night. But <laughs> no, that won't happen. Well, well that's, that, not that, in this county. Well, I can tell you right now because I don't I've believe had, I've had even when I was campaigning for this position, I had people ask me that. Yeah, I said that would probably be the day that I took the badge off for the last time and mm-hmm. set it on my desk and walked home. And that's my hope. I'm hoping there's more people like that. That's in that. Uh, even it's unconstitutional. It, yeah, oh yeah. yeah, but I mean, there's a lot of stuff unconstitutional that we're so-called doing right now. Right now, yeah. How many people just came across the border? Unconstitutional. Mm. I, I I see your. It's not so much a parallel. Mm-hmm. That's more of a perpendicular thing. I mean, it's kind yeah. of the same thing, but it's not. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yes. Is it unconstitutional? Unconstitutional. Both of those mm. crossing the border illegally and then confiscating guns. Mm-hmm. Different. Different. Yeah. 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 yeah I, I see. And it's but and that's a, and that's a because like of the said, president has allowed that right. Mm. You know, I that, mean, the buck that, stops with him. According so, to Sheriff Aiken, it stops with him and his county. <laughs> yeah, he don't he don't even answer to the president. He doesn't answer. No, to Joe Biden. And, and I know what he means. <laughs> yeah, but and I, I I wish that y'all had I watched that episode and, I, and I'm going to call in and ask him. But I don't. We used to have when I was on patrol. If we stopped somebody that was undocumented, um. We'd call INS uh-huh. if we were arresting them, right. right? Right. If there was not a chargeable uh, offense, see you later. Mm, really? Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, do because you think, so is not uh, not having a driver's license is that because you can't I get see. one? It's not. It's oh, okay. It's not some arrestable. Of them, some of them always had like some type of uh, international. I mean, you couldn't read the damn oh, things yeah. anyway. There's only two traffic offenses you cannot be arrested for go. in the state mm. of Texas. Mm. You cannot be. Cannot yeah. be. Oh, okay. Speeding, speeding. Yep. Mm. What's the other one? It's not seatbelt. You can go to jail for no seatbelt, right? Open, open container. Ah, that is the right. only two. Tag light out. You can't Head go to jail out. for an open container. Nope. It's ticket. Huh. So remember this, and your audience, right? Uh-huh. If, if you're being mouthy to the cop and he pulled you over because you didn't use your turn signal, <laughs> mm-hmm. he can arrest you and tow your car. <laughs> so, but if you had an open container and then you become a douchebag. <laughs> Then you can get arrested, right? Yeah, you could be. Yeah, for, right. if for, you're well, probably, you're depending probably, on how if they if an officer sees that you're probably going to do field sobriety tests. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, right. To before, if if they're smart, just don't be a douchebag to yeah. law go. enforcement. Yeah. Period. So I, I wanted to bring this up, listening to lanes, and, and I'm glad I just reminded again. Have y'all ever had a call nine one one? No. I don't think so. Okay, well, so I called the ambulance for my mom. But okay, yeah. so it's a pretty traumatic situation, right? From a wreck. Yeah, you from have several wrecks. Okay, but yeah. you remember them. Yeah, each time. Yeah, so it was significant enough that you still remember this day. Right. Yeah, even right. me. Yeah. All right. So, of the each deputy probably answers twelve to fifteen calls a day. Maybe mm-hmm. let's say eight to twelve calls a day. Mm-hmm. Right on a twelve-hour shift. That person's worst day when they have to call nine one one, right? Yeah, is that officer's every day, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? So you learn to compartmentalize, you, or as officers, you learn how to compartmentalize. You learn how to leave it at work if you can, mm-hmm. you know. And then you may have a very good what you think arrest, right? And you follow that case through the courts and realize it was the case was dismissed in the interest of justice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it had nothing so to do with it. So much for all your compartmentalization. Well, yeah. and then you're like, okay, why did what I work I this hard right. if nobody yeah. cares but me? Well, yeah. And that's the and reason you have to fight through that. And that right there is the reason why San Francisco, um, Seattle, 
they, the police officers just basically quit arresting people because of that reason right there. Yeah, they weren't being prosecuted. Not, well, they they were, but the next night they, I mean, they let them out the next day just so they or yeah. or they were being told not to as well. Yes, that's well, yeah. And you talked about the you know being arrested right now mm. for a class C. Unless there's something else going on, it's not going to happen mm-hmm. because the jails have. How can I put this? Sometimes there's, there's not a, sta- there's enough staffing. Lack, lack, right. lack, lack of room. Uh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Sometimes. Yeah. Okay. Whether it be staffing or or the the jail's full or whatever, right? Yeah. So there each. I don't know if Lane broke this broke this down, but there there's each jailer or detention officer, whatever they want to be called, is. Uh, there's a ratio, right, per prisoner, per jailer. Oh, okay. yeah. However many uh, inmates you have, you have to have X so amount on duty, oh, okay. right? And so if you have a shortage and you got guys working comp time, filling shifts or whatever, mm-hmm. then, okay, now we're, we're not going to – hey, guys, unless you got a murder or something, mm. you know, we're not going to house – Send them home with a ticket. Yeah. 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 Mm. yeah. That's just yeah. management. And that's, Absolutely. Yeah, and yeah. That's, that's nobody's fault. No. You know, that's just – Way it is the way way society is right now. I don't. I don't really don't. I'm glad I'm not the one pegged with uh, you know the left coast and all their issues cleaning. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you correct all that. They created themselves. They did, yeah, but yes. that's a big hole Jeez. to dig out of. I mean, <laughs> even if you put in the right people, that's going to be years yeah. worth of work. I've, well, and you've got it's that society's how they look at things, mm-hmm. and I don't know if it's ever going to go back. Oops. Yeah. To where it was, yeah, we're just you know, disconnected. Been, from it. been through, you know, went through Rodney King. Things mm-hmm. swung over to the left, and, and I don't mean not racially, not racially, right, right. <clears throat> you know, and but then the citizens got tired of the dope dealers and the gang members, and, and they took it upon and themselves. They, and yeah. either they did it, or they took the let us off, let the police officers off the leash to do their job again, mm-hmm. and it went back to central. Okay, so our friend Carson Sands is a big proponent of that. He's like, let private property owners enforce their private property rights because if there's if you don't if you're not afraid of the consequences from the police officers or law enforcement mm-hmm. maybe you can be afraid from somebody defending their business defending their family defending their property yeah but that's, that's a really slippery slope because is then it? You're, well yeah, you're gonna get in, you're gonna it get is. into people of i had to run in because i was about to take a crap mm. And that dude shot me. Okay, that's a... But you're going to get into it, and this guy's going to be like, hey, I was protecting my business. I thought he was coming in here to if, murder me. If there's mobs and riots in your I street, mean, burning places down with guns, well, and you're right, that's a different circumstance. It is, but that's why I said it, that's where it's going to get into a slippery slope, because you're going to have to now go, okay, you can shoot them if there's a mob. You can shoot well, them if there's a riot. Yeah. Well, you've got... So it's, it's really slippery. You have, and it's not necessarily in Texas, but you've had homeowners sued... By a burglar or someone that's broken in their oh, home yeah. because yeah. they've hurt themselves. Yeah, and they get one, killed or yeah. whatever. And something fell through a skylight or something yeah. like that. Yeah, or got and, trapped in a chimney. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember yeah, that? Something, I think something, so. Yeah. 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 But, so I mean, that's where you're at. And again, that's society. We've allowed our courts to, you know, yeah. a, a lady goes to the McDonald's drive-through and spills hot coffee hot, on hot it. Coffee. That's the one that I started right. it all. And I think it was the coffee at the McDonald's. McDonald's. Yeah, that was the '90s. Yeah, that's where it all started. I think it is. I think what's going to have to happen to okay, change things. So we've is, decided it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's been 100 percent fact <laughs> check. Coffee lawsuit. I think what's going to have to happen to these cities if they want to turn things around, they're going to have to get people in there, and it's going to have to be like the equivalent of all right, all right, daddy's home, yeah, and ripping his belt off, and like you screw up, you're getting spanked, right? 
and they're going to have to set it just start following the laws that are already in place. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think I don't remember who was it was a somebody was interviewing somebody about the border, and I think they interviewed one of the agents, or he might have been like somebody up, and he says, and the 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 dude interviewing was like, "What do you guys need?" To do, he says, we just need you to follow the law that's already on the book and exactly. let us let us do it. That's yeah. all we need. We don't yeah. need more people. Yeah, we don't need more money. Just let us follow what's in the law. Mm-hmm. My my statement, I think, reflects at places like California, where there is massive civil unrest and people, gangs of people getting away with whatever they want mm-hmm. to. That's where I'm. I, I think, for lack of a better term, if your if your leadership's failed you. If your city councils allowed this stuff to go on where you can't conduct your business in a safe place anymore, is some vigilantism the answer? Yeah, but could you imagine if you owned a business in California and you just started shooting people that was stealing your iPhones out of your own business? What They would murder you. I mean, they would crucify you on the city streets, Yeah, you remember during BLM, you had people... On rooftops. Who, yes. Yeah. No, yeah. that wasn't BLM. That was the Rodney King. Era. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Sure. But even during BLM, but I think, yeah, you they had did too. Yeah. people who enforce their property mm-hmm. and they were becoming the subject of mm-hmm. national. They're news. racist. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because there weren't enough of them. When you had a whole community of Koreans on rooftops. Yeah. Protecting their businesses. Okay. Yeah. We get it. We're not going to come down your district. Yeah. Yeah. There's, right. there's power in numbers. And now and you've that, got, they're, they're even targeting business or you know name businesses where it be target or mm-hmm. whatever that we're, we're closing we're yeah. not or we're not going to rebuild because you right. burn it to the ground yep so now they're going oh you're abandoning us no you mm-hmm. burnt you burnt you burnt your stores down yeah you destroyed your own little local civilization mm-hmm. yeah. so and that's what's yeah. crazy about it is they're doing it in their own actual hometowns yeah like they're they're, they're going to want to go to that Target and go shopping tomorrow. Yeah. Well, they got to yeah. get back home. They <laughs> can't be traveling too far. <laughs> but, I was like, good you Lord. You know, knock on wood, this is – we're not quite to March during an election year. Mm-hmm. And, and the last iteration of this didn't happen until after March. So, so, I mean, I think this year will tell a lot mm-hmm. uh, how far we've come from the last election. Maybe. And – and so we we shall see. We still might be right in the middle of uh, the psychotic episode. It is psychotic. I've seen a Trump interview today, and he goes, I basically fly over a blue state now, and I get impeached. Or get impeached. <laughs> <laughs> I heard he won South Carolina. So he did, good. I know. <laughs> Nikki Haley just can't right. let it go either. Oh, uh, no. Uh, she, I think she's hoping that he gets arrested or gets disqualified. So, that. Jesus. Yeah, that may be well, the case. And she sounds like somebody who's, who's never been told no or never no, been held yeah. accountable either. Mm-hmm. So. Who, who got second in South Carolina? I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Was it? Yeah. Okay. There was only two on the ballot. Yeah. No. Well, DeSantis no. had 1%. I thought he yeah. withdrew. He's not. He he's, but he yeah, but they're still, they're still on the ballot. They're all still yeah. on the they're ballot. They're all still on the ballot. All yeah. yep, they all are because I, I went and voted – Early in the week, yeah. yeah, I voted on the Tuesday after the early, and I was yeah. like, "What are they even?" Because I mean, and that's that's what my question was. I was talking to Chance about it. Is is if if you vote for them, is that not a wasted vote? Because I mean, they're they're not even running for president anymore. It is. It is wasted. Yeah, yeah, but some people have like principle, and. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, positive. You're right. It's a, it's a wasted vote. Bring it back but, up to a, yeah. a positive level, man. We've had really really great conversations with county. And city we have. and this state leaders awesome. at this table, yep. and it's been really just relieving. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're in a great little, we're in a great state, we're in a great area with. It feels like a bubble. People. 
It, does. it really does. It does. Yeah. I mean, you can go, you can travel out of state lines and you can see some places that are like, Ooh, they need some help. They need some good leadership. Well, and I think on. for, for but, our County right now, you've got, you have four constables that, that are wanting to do the job. They're, mm-hmm. they're out here working Yeah, and they see the importance of what we do. Okay. And, uh, if we weren't here, what burden that would put back on others. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I think that's the most aggravating part of it is you have people wanting to do the work and we're asking, we just need a little bit of help. What do you find is the most fulfilling part of it for you and what keeps you mm, going? Good question. The worst part is my job is the evictions. I don't like them, okay. but, but I have to do it. Yeah. Uh, you can say coming on the, this podcast. Do I mean, you, you, can, you can say coming on this podcast is the best. Uh, do you the ever worst. love it? I mean, I've I'll, got one. Well, you gotta, yeah, I've got one. It's not necessarily serving somebody a paper or Mm -hmm. it's, I think it's the people I've met because not everybody gets upset when there's, yeah, I wouldn't been expecting this. And Mm -hmm. it's, I've been thanked by some moms that their deadbeat husbands won't pay child support Mm -hmm. that we got, we found and got served. Yeah. That was the one I had. Yeah. 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 That, that's probably the most fulfilling thing or, or just, uh, you're part of a due process system, right? Right. Like you're you're fulfilling that that national need of due process. Um, but personally, that's that's nice that you said that because we hadn't we hadn't talked about that all night. There's a flip yeah. side to all this. You're serving something, I guess, massively negative for the most part to one party, but there's a, there's another party on the other end that right is benefiting that's, from that, that. They say yeah. they've been wronged, and, and the only one the only person that's going to determine who's at fault is going to be a judge. Mm-hmm. It was like JP courts where we were, we're required to bailiff our JP's court anytime they're in session. Okay. It doesn't say you can, if you feel like it, it says in the code of the uh, local government code, you shall as mm-hmm. a constable, you shall be in court, bail- bailiff that court. If it is when it is in session, mm-hmm. but it starts, it can start at the JP court. Like, let's say an eviction, mm-hmm. the defendant loses. Or even the, the the plaintiff who brought the suit loses. They have an avenue to appeal from <clears throat> JP court. It goes up to the county court law judge, and it can go all the way. You know, JP courts are just a start. They, it's called the people's court. The ju- It's not like you know. Sometimes we have attorneys in there. A lot of times it's just Joe and Bill arguing over mm. that lawnmower fence lines. Right, or fence yeah. lines. What does and, that mean? You shall bailiff. What, what does that What does that mean? You we have to bailiff court. We you are armed in there. Okay. You know, all rise. Blah yep. blah blah. Okay. Yep. Okay. You swear it in. Sure. Like like swear you're the in. master of ceremonies. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're the bailiff. You're the, you're there to keep the peace in the court proceeding. Right. Yeah. Okay. So when he said shall in any all throughout the penal code, there is you may. And if it ever says you shall, mm-hmm. that means you don't have any choice. Nope. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Violation of protective order, you shall arrest. Uh-huh. Right? Okay. okay. So there's you may, and then there's you shall. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow. So okay. It's, 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 it can be very interesting. Yeah. I've actually, some of, the, some of the hearings that we have had in that JP court, had, some of them have gotten a little hairy. Yeah. And to the, almost to the point where I thought I was going to have to snatch somebody up and take mm-hmm. them to jail. But, but I've also learned. I th- I've always said law enforcement is a never 
you never learn everything. Mm. If you reach a point to where you think you know everything, it's time to leave. Yeah. Yeah. And it's time to go. It's kind of like doctors. You know, they call it practicing medicine for a reason. It's true. They're always and lawyers. <laughs> yeah. Lawyers <laughs> practice law, right? <laughs> and, but cops are expected to get it right yeah. the, the first, first time, time. Yeah. Yeah. with like half second, split second decisions, right? right? That's what we call a technician. <laughs> That's true. I'm, I'm yeah. practicing life. Yeah. That's what, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. So, you know, lawyers and doctors, how long do you like to go to school? Oh, a long time. Like eight years? Yeah, eight to 12, yeah. eight to 13. Right, and we get like 300 hours yeah. training. Yeah. Right, and then they say, here's your gun and here's your keys and don't end up on YouTube. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right? And you're like, but you have the responsibility of taking people's liberty. Yeah. Or right? their lives. Or their, or their life. life yeah. Right? And, those, and you have to be able to do that in a split second if need be. Yeah. I, I have a really tough question. You keep saying this, and your question is not that tough. What? I was going to say. They, they've been tough all along, right? <laughs> the, uh, do you think the show... Why are you looking at me? No, I, I, I don't know. That's the, You're inspiring with your like, <laughs> left eye thing. Uh, okay, so you look at the... There's a story behind that, too. We need to, like, read The out. show? No. <laughs> the no. left eye. You got I was him, talking about you got him all Chance's left eye. What's wrong okay. with my left eye? It's your good eye. Is it closed? No, that's like... good eye. It's my seeing eye. Whatever. That's uh okay. Yeah, there's there's a story about your past life in that eye. Oh yeah, and the hole in the back of yeah, my I'm not uh-huh. wait, but we'll we'll hit on that at okay, some other okay. point. All right. Okay. So do you think the show crops helped or hurt the profession? Helped. Okay. I think. Yeah. Okay. Because it was well I, I thought it was a difficult question. But no, from what I gathered, yeah. none a lot of it wasn't edited. Oh, true. Mm-hmm. Right. Especially right? the early shows. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it wasn't like, I mean, they showed the initial response, then they showed the arrest or the let go, right? Yeah. Now, you never knew what happened when they got to jail or sure. how the case pro- pro- proceeded, and they didn't show names, right? As it showed you act a fool, you go to jail. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you run away, mm-hmm. you get chased. You get caught. Sometimes by a cameraman. Yeah. And- <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the, the only thing, any cop show, whether it's made in Hollywood or it's action, true life, whatever, there's always one thing they never show. Mm. Paperwork. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even even as a constable, we have an ungodly amount of paperwork yeah. we have to do. Nobody wants to see that. Yeah. No. <laughs> That's not the glamorous and, part. And yeah. when I first started, we didn't have we didn't have the computers we'd type. Yeah. You our to. handwritten. And it didn't take you long to make sure you spelled a word right mm-hmm. and used punctuation. Our sergeant was going to bleed red all over that. Wow. And you just wrote, spent an hour and a half writing a four-page report, and you, you got to redo over. it? Wow. Oh, yeah. You start, don't, don't wipe it out. Well, unless over. things change, right? There's like yeah. a form when you on the book on the bottom of the booking sheet, right? When you you put all their information in, and there's like a little thing. It says, why are they, why are they here, right? And, yeah. and that's your little, quote, PC affidavit for why you arrested them. And, or like little like a summary on, right. their, on their booking sheet, right? And you're like... I type because my writing sucks. <laughs> you know what I mean? And there's nothing like getting a call the next morning when you've been up all night. What does this you know, even say? From, from the jail sergeant said, hey, man, the JP can't read your writing. Oh, man. Yeah. Get him some glasses. They never give us that call. And right. So I yeah. would always copy it, leave the original there, and I would type it out and oh, attach yeah. it to the back of it, take yeah. it back to the jail. Because, I mean, you know, if you ever look, get looked at a citation before that's filled out, 
these cops have terrible writing yeah. because we type everything. everything and there's, type. it's not like you're sitting at your desk where you can oh, just shoot. sit back. You're sitting on a clipboard yeah. in the car, maybe in, in the, the rain car. or whatever. And, and yeah. now it's got to match up with dash cam. Yeah. And well, shoot, now they carry the little the riders printable. It, they just yeah. did and it prints the ticket right out to you. Yeah, yeah that's a ticket. But yeah. if they arrested you, those are they, city guys. Yeah, mm. yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the show cops did some good. What about Reno nine one one? That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> but you, like, I'll put it this Super way: Super Troopers. You can okay. count. You can count yeah. on one yeah. right one hand yeah. the number of. Reno nine one one shows that I watch. <laughs> one, I'm guessing. It's uh, funny. They're all great. Okay, but, yeah. but the biggest affront New to law scooter. enforcement happened all the way back in the fifties, right? Like the Andy Griffith show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Barney. Yeah, Barney. Yeah, Barney, yeah, Barney. I get that a lot. You, you got your bullet. I'm like, I got forty six of them. <laughs> yeah, but that which was, one you want? <laughs> you know, obviously that show was through the lens of the law enforcement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you know, it was kind of harking back to an age the streets where of Mayberry. Yeah, the law enforcement was part of the community. Mm-hmm. I think it still is. Mm-hmm. But yeah. And know, that's we, all they did in that show is community policing, except for the town drunk that had to go sleep it off. <laughs> yeah. And he'd but, wake up the next day and send him on his way. Yeah. Yeah. yeah even there. Yeah. You know, it's like he would just go sleep in the jail. Because he'd be the sheriff at one point. Wasn't bring, even armed. Bring somebody in and he'd sit down at his desk. Okay, court's in session. He'd turn the sign around and say, just on the piece on the other side of yeah. his yeah. desk. Now, you didn't ever have hardcore meth head. Right on Andy Griffith. No, no. no. So, so in some way, that's not a match for. Reality. I don't remember there ever being a crime other crime other than drunk and disorderly. Yeah. Well, you know, every once yeah, in a while valid, they'd, they'd be right? they'd be an escaped prisoner or something, mm-hmm. or some some bad guy would come through town, and yeah. I think, but even the way he handled that, it kind of. We'd walk know, up and down it, Main Street, be on the lookout for this guy, you know, and, oh. and he would find him. He he did what he had to do <laughs> to take care of the situation. Yeah. But it was, you know, he was there to take care of that town. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like when I went to work in the mid cities. I was, oh lord, it was culture shock. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, because I was used to roaming all over the place. Yeah, and but I fell into a, a groove eventually of how how they wanted policing done in that city. The only negative thing I could say is they always would preach, "Don't get a suit. Mm-hmm. Don't get a suit." Don't get a suit. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going, dude. Yeah, we could get sued just by showing up. Yeah, just by looking at somebody wrong. But now it has gotten worse sure. than it was back yeah. then. Um, what do you think now that the you know the meth stuff has kind of moved out? What's the biggest issue in Wise County? Constantly, you know the the most prevailing. It's it is it's still drugs. Still drugs, really? Yeah. Yeah, and. Everything that follows along after that, domestics. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, fall out. Yeah, yeah, drunk driving, the, you stealing, know, stuff like that. Yeah. You got people that are stealing to feed their drug habit because it's just so prevalent coming in. Yeah. You know, they're shipping that stuff in by the truck loads, the plane loads. You know, down in Mexico, they make that stuff in buildings the size of 747 yeah. hangers. Yeah. If you want it, they make it. What do you think the second most thing is? I just have to say, I've seen a, a few ticket pickups in. Uh, Sexual assaults. Mm. Yeah. I was going to say pedophiles. Mm. That kind of goes in there, too, yeah. When the paper comes out and they got them in, I'm like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, How do we have so freaking many of them? Are we not hard enough on them? I mean, what's the deal with this? 
We still, I mean, we st- mark that. Yeah, mark it. <laughs> yeah. Are we not it's, hard it's, enough for them? We, we, yeah. we still, it's we, an issue, though. I mean, because well, I used to live in I'm town. I'm just joking, Chance. And I'd get a paper in the mail saying, hey, six of these guys lived in the vicinity of your house. So here's the thing, right? They do their time, right? Yeah. And and that's the prison system. However, if yeah, you're sentenced sure. to 20 years and you only have to do six, whose fault is that? Yeah. But you still have to register, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So... I feel yeah, like that's true. some of their reasoning is, oh, well, I know one personally that uh, we used to run around with. And, I mean, I read the affidavit of the shit that he did. And I'm like, you need to kill yourself. <laughs> Die, yeah. Okay. But that's where that, yeah. it's choke yourself. Yeah. I think it's the same thing as what you were talking about with the store owners. It's a slippery slope when you start saying. He's out now. And, yeah. and the, I talked to somebody. I'm like, how would, how would you even show your face? I would move. Yeah. I would leave but you anybody still, that ever know me. And you still have that part of society that believes they can be rehabilitated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's the thing. It's like, oh, well, he turned to Jesus. And I'm like, how much of that is bullshit? Mm. He's down there 200 Rook Ramsey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's where he's at. <laughs> that's where he found him, right? That's Let's right. send all those guys to Kenneth Copeland. Now, yeah. look. <laughs> Does everybody get a second chance? Yeah, yeah. right. You know, yeah. but there's well, some crimes. In no. my my personal opinion, not everybody. I'm not speaking for any office that I work for or anything mm-hmm. like that. But my personal opinion, no. There's there's some things you can't recover from. That's right. No. And and I'm I firmly believe that. And it's like, okay, move to Midland out in the in the sand somewhere by yourself, or yeah. it's on, I say Midland because only. Desert area I can think of right now, but you know what I mean. It's like on, yeah. Elon put, wants to put people on Mars. There you go. Well, if you think about it, you send them to Epstein's Island together. You know, you know, it's vacant. You know, <laughs> Mar- it? Barney's now seen it. Is it? I've seen the interviews with those kids, uh-huh. and you're just sitting there. Oh, I know. Uh, you're talking about the number of hours that doctors have to put in. My daughter's a licensed therapist, mm-hmm. and while she was doing her, did her. Uh, master's degree work at Dallas Baptist. Mm-hmm. Well, she had to do these internship hours, over 3,500 hours before she could take take the state licensing test. Police Academy's, what, eight, 17 weeks? Something like that, yeah. Mm-hmm. 300 hours, something like that. Was well, like, you know, she did it at uh, Child Advocacy Center in Denton and in Flower Mound. Mm-hmm. And I warned her. I said, be prepared. I said, you're going to hear stuff come out of these kids' mouths, and you're going to mm-hmm. be going, why do they even know about it? Yeah. And she did the first night. She called me crying. Mm. I said, "I told you." That's mm-hmm. what. And her first job was working with a company that did nothing but foster kids. Mm. And it finally took a toll on her. It, but those kids need her. You yeah. Know? Mm-hmm. And it's, it's now she sees adults too, but it's yeah. she sees mostly kids. Those kids need more and more people like her, and that's man, that's a huge trade off because I mean, she's given parts of her life mm-hmm. for them, and, and it's. But you see, you, you know, you and do these do those types of investigations, man. It oh, you have oh, to be yeah. able to compartment, uh, compartmentalize them. It wears on you. So yep. we've been how many decades in the drug war now, and it just oh, gets worse, right? I, I've always hated that term, the yep. war on drugs. Yeah, yeah, like yeah the war on terror or something. Yeah. What yeah. is what do you, what do you think proposed solutions have you ever conjured up might you know slow drug trafficking down or so that's. That's not really the issue, right? The issue is if you have – so people aren't fulfilling their full sentence. Why? Mm-hmm. Because there's not enough room. Sure. Right? So this starts a whole other issue, right? So um, build more prisons. Yeah. 
stack them, just start building on top because they don't have enough land, so just start building floors. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, so, well, that's not, it's a nonviolent crime, right? So you only have to do it a third a year or 20 years. Yeah. Then they go out and shoot somebody the next time. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, you know, there's, there's laws on the books for the third time. Right for felonies and misdemeanors, yeah. we call it the big bitch and the, the little bitch. Right, okay. yep. so you catch the bitch, whatever. It's the third time if you've been convicted of the same thing, then it's a longer sentence. Mm. If it's not life, I don't remember what it yeah. is. For the big ones, it's usually life. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. So, do you think consumption keeps prevailing because society looks more and more hopeless every decade or every year? Like people, there's no, there's a lack of happiness, a lack of fulfillment, and people want to turn to something that I guess. Causes them, or you know, lets them detach. They want to live outside of reality. Because Listen, in, in some aspects, we are where our parents were at some point, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Right. So, um, growing up, what do y'all listen to that crap for? Mm-hmm. Right. Everybody's yeah. heard it, regardless yeah. of which generation you're in. Everybody's like, heard it. That's an element of growing up, right? Or parenting. Well, yeah. I mean. They dealt with the Vietnam War and how terrible that was. That was mm-hmm. their crisis, right? Mm-hmm. And then in the 70s, it was uh, Iran and all that stuff and the gas prices, right? And all that stuff, right? So this is just another thing that's in ours. It's another crisis. For I think we're just going to keep evolving, and you can go back in time. You can look back, and that's my perspective. Right. I was speaking for anybody else, but you can go back and look. Every 10 years, there's something that's sure. been in these people's life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think and, this is ours. And I don't know if— I don't know if there's really a solution. Mm, yeah. There's going to be something. Because you're right, because people people are sad or whatever. You take alcoholic beverage industry. Oh, yeah. People are going to drink when they're happy yeah. and when they're sad. And Or when I'm just bored sometimes. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you can send these folks to every rehabilitation place that yeah. exists on this planet. And until they want to stop, none of them are going to stop. Because mm-hmm. like a lot of the, the, the drug users get out of prison. They're clean for the most part. <laughs> right. But they can't resist hanging out with their old friends. Yeah. And they get put into that, and a lot of them, instead of walking away, they got to continue hanging out with their same friends. And they end up right back right And they back end in up there. right back in there doing the same stuff. Yeah. Well, history will repeat itself, right? Sure. Mm-hmm. So you got grandma living in a um, free housing mm-hmm. right? who's electric and water, all that's paid for, her food's paid for, right? Probably mom or their her child is probably in prison for drugs, so she's left raising grandkids, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So grandkids go to school until they're eighth grade, ninth grade, and they realize that they don't want to go to school anymore. There's more money to be made. Out the street out and doing their own thing right? on the street, yeah. And then they're making all this money until they get caught. Well, then they're having kids. Yeah. Grandma dies. They move into grandma's house, and it's just the same cycle. Yeah. What's the incentive? Money and no, and no. there's there's no consequences. No. Either, what's so. the incentive to not do that? Oh, to not to stop yeah. doing that. What's guess, the incentive to stop the cycle? Yeah, I but guess. they don't want. Okay, so I got a, another tough question. They're not going to lose their house, right? They're not going to not eat. Well, there's that. So, right? so there's no consequence. Yeah. Yes, that's right? my point. The incentive no to not do it would be being afraid of the consequences. But there's not any. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so how many... Whew, I know. 
how many violations? He's talking to himself. I know. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. Phrase this question correctly. He's I wish talking, I was his earphones so I could hear that conversation yeah, going yeah. on in his head. He's talking about say chat problems. <laughs> okay, if you're calling on a problem, or if the sheriff department is calling on a problem, or CPS is calling on a Department of Family Protective Services, calling on a problem, okay, how many problems are being called upon where there's a stable family mm. that's actually functioning what not never that never happens right no it does oh it does all okay. time anybody can call in a case on anybody yeah yeah hmm. but but you know what proportion and to a large degree my gamble not being on your side of the coin necessarily is that a lot of those instances lack a stable family unit yes yes but also um Yeah, that's tough. Yeah, it's. I finally well, asked a tough question. No, it's just <laughs> I, it's just very hard for me to give you yeah. answers without giving examples. Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. I, I think what you're getting at too is we really don't know because mm-hmm. you could have a stable family, mom, dad, two, three kids, and everything on the from everybody look from the out looking in looks great. Yeah. But. Mom's an alcoholic, or pop, mm-hmm. let's say mom's popping pills. Dad's an alcoholic. They're sick in some uh, way. The kid, yeah. one of the kids, is or, smoking marijuana every yeah. day, mm-hmm. and that's another thing. They they don't understand why some of these kids are having psychotic breaks. It's because the THC level in some of this marijuana is a hundred hundred percent. Yeah, it's not. So not our grandparents' weed no. anymore. And <laughs> that, but you just never know. I mean, I've I've dealt with millionaires. Yeah, in my career. Mm-hmm. Now those are the ones that do this a lot by flapping their gums. I'm gonna, I'll have your badge. I say, well, if you can wear it, have it. You know, <laughs> yep. but they're still, you're still going to jail. Yeah, and you just never know what. I mean, hell, hell, we live in a society where people don't even know their next door neighbors, mm, and they've lived yeah. in that. They've lived there next to each other for ten years. Yeah, and not even spoke. This is what I was gonna say to, to answer the other side of your question. CPS part, right? You said how many how many calls or what's proportioned to good people or no problems. Sure. Right. Yeah. You live, you work in an office with a bunch of mandated reporters, correct? Yes. You know how many calls we get that are third, fourth, fifth hand information? How many? Several. Hundreds. Yeah. I wow. can't, I can't put a number on it, but a lot. Wow. Right. Because, oh my God, now I have this information. I have to. How yeah. the hell do you filter that but out? But you have hey, to and, weed and then, that. Yeah, and then yeah. we have names. We don't even have dates of birth. We don't have addresses. We don't have a lot of this stuff. And we're supposed to look at this and take it seriously. We're like, yeah. but every report that gets called in has to be investigated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And it could be a case that we've already investigated that somebody maybe mm-hmm. potentially in your office has heard about. Sure. Also, it goes back to therapist as well, right? Yeah. Yep. This, this, this has been investigated. Brand new patient mm-hmm. reports. This is what happened to me. Oh my God. Let's call it in. Yeah. yeah. You know? Wow. Yep. That's what that's wild. Yeah. So usually statewide intake tries to do a good job. That's who answers the phone when it when it rings. Yeah. They try to do a good job about okay, let's look real quick mm-hmm. while we're on here. Right. But Know, if it's like real close, like oh my god, did it happen again? Or this this mm. this version of events is a little bit different than the last yeah. one. So let's 
Send it out. Mm. Yeah. Gotcha. It's better to check than not check. Yeah. Right. Amen. Right. Yeah. Because sure. yeah. we don't want any child to ever if be you didn't suffering. Check something yeah. happened, then now you're facing neglect. Yeah. Mm. Right. So, yeah, you yeah. got to follow up with everything. Yeah. Oh, wow. Savage Bro once caught me on a statement. And, and the more and more I think about it, the more correct it becomes. Often this is the case with Savage Bro. Um, but we were driving along and I, you know, we're talking about people and, uh, you know, a couple came up and I was like, yeah, you know, it's like, they're good people. They're good people. And, and I think, I think they do things right. And he was like, yeah, but look at their kids. Mm. Oh man. And, and then I started thinking through that. I thought through it like probably over the years and and maybe have watched these people we were talking about develop uh, or or not, and and I think he was right. Yeah, now everybody that Doc knows is going to be wondering, is it us? I know, right? <laughs> Who are they talking about? <laughs> yeah. well, about us? Well, there's only 27 <laughs> listeners, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, hope, the, maybe they don't listen to us. Yeah. But the behavior of the kids did kind of uh, call the bluff mm. on the family. Well, I think watching children's behavior is a direct influence on on the parent's ability to parent. Mm-hmm. Wow. And and yeah. I agree with that because like and I was going to say this I mean before, you said it. You said well, it. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but like I can't tell you how many times and I, I'm not you necessarily I'm not necessarily bragging on me and the wife but kind of am but like I can't tell you how many times we've been out and and it and what I'm, what I'm getting at is just we don't notice it because it's just normal to us but like I can't tell you how many times that we've been come up and somebody tapped me on the shoulder and go, "Hey, excuse me, sir." I don't know what y'all are doing, but your kids are freaking amazing. I'm like, yeah. You talking about my kids? We're right. And them cut their yeah. own switches. Have you, have you seen my kids? Right. But it's just normal stuff. They're Meanwhile, not, in the restaurant, there's 13 other kids just running around different yeah, tables. And, that's, and, and I think that's what it is. They just see my kids acting normal. Mm-hmm. They say thank you when somebody gives them something or excuse me if they're in the way. And a fear of God. Well, and the, It's and a fear the, of something. And the, <laughs> the bottom line with that is you have – Parents that don't they don't want to be their kids' parents, they want to be their, be their buddy, friend. their yeah. friend. You gotta be that parent oh, yeah. first. Yeah. Uh, you know, my my youngest is thirty, my oldest is thirty-five. Mm-hmm. And we my wife and I, we told them, said, Look, there's nothing you're gonna try to get away with that we haven't done exactly. already. Exactly. Yep. If you somewhere and you don't need to be driving that truck, mm-hmm. Pick up the phone. Pick up the phone. That's we right. will never not come get you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying I want your yeah, butt. You might won't have be, to listen to it on the way home. But <laughs> I'm not saying your butt won't be up at 6 a.m. the next morning. Yeah. But we will never not come and right. pick yeah. you up. Yeah, for sure. And you've got yes, you are your kid's buddy, your mm. friend. But you've got to be that parent first. We need that. Is, yeah. Is there a mechanism yeah. of promoting that value in in our society? I mean. Theoretically, yeah, I I don't know. It's it, within my family, you know. It's like my parents enforce that value. Right. Is you within my wife and I, and with my brother and his wife, and my other brother and his wife, my other brother Daryl. But uh, yeah, is there a mechanism for promoting that? Well, yeah, I, I think it's if your children are an investment to you, mm-hmm. right? Like you yeah. should invest your time. As much money as you can because everything costs money, right? Right. Especially your time. Yeah. Yep. Right? And if they say, here's your iPad, go away, 
Yeah, you're, you, you're you're losing a little bit of that investment, right? Absolutely. So you don't. They're going to start paying attention to other things that do give them attention mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in any uh, category, right? And if they're and they're going to be influenced by it, and you absolutely, you're not and you've already them. lost them. Yeah. So what's I mean, how do you convey to a kid that <clears throat> you should suffer the consequences if you misbehave or make a stupid decision, but the consequences that aren't going to harm you. The alternative is the consequences. Oh, you might lose your own life. Yeah. So, so you've just butted up against something my wife and I have talked about and, and kind of instituted, but uh, we enforce the consequences that are most proximal to the kid. Yeah. And, and so, yeah, if that, if that means like they are truly doing something dangerous, Okay. Well, okay. Let's let's put an example. So, say my fourteen-year-old daughter, right, mm. posts something online. Okay. Well, that's going to be a proximal consequence. Okay. Okay. Say my nineteen-year-old old daughter does. Well, that's <clears throat> that carries less of a significant problem. Because no, it doesn't. I mean, yeah. it doesn't. No. And as a dad, I would say. Oh no, that's not all right. Yeah. That's not all right. But it's potentially I don't know. But it, as a 14 year old, you, you have to tell them aspect to it. Why they're suffering the consequences and and No, you gotta shut it down. Yeah. You gotta but, shut well, no, it think, down hard. Tell them why, yeah, right? you you gotta explain the you, reason you have to, why it's a yes. bad consequence because they're not they're only gonna think you're being a dickhead. Yeah, because yeah. all their friends are doing it. Yes, yeah. exactly yeah. right. But well, after you shut it down. But that's you know? the same. I mean, we've had to have this conversation with mine because I don't allow them any social media. <laughs> right. and, and they're like, Fantastic. well, well my, all my friends are doing TikTok dances. And I said, well, I don't care, first of all. Make your own up. Yep. I said, you, you're just not. And I, But I tell them the reasoning why of, of all the... All your friends are going to be in jail by yeah. 2025. Or say it's not something online. Yeah. You know, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, say, say your, your daughter's going to a party and she walks out of a room. You're like, oh, no, we're not, we're not wearing that. Yeah. We are not wearing that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I don't know. I think I think I liked that one dad's. Uh, this was on TikTok or something though. But his, his uh, fix to that was whatever his daughter came out in. <laughs> he, he would put it on, and he says, "Okay, if you're wearing it out, I'm wearing it out with you." Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's great. So I, I don't know if y'all have noticed, but every type of topic that y'all brought up, we've had something to say about it, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah you probably had to deal with yeah. We're not just cops. Right. We're social workers. We're teachers. We're absent dads. We're absent moms mm-hmm. sometimes. Yeah. We're we're everything that needs to be. This is an important point. Yeah. Uh, it, it really yeah. is. Yeah, it is, really. Yeah. And it's and it, it's all learned on the job, mm-hmm. right? Like um, a guy two years out of the academy is not going to have handle a domestic disturbance the same way I've handled one. Right. Yeah. Right. Because I've been through divorces. Mm-hmm. I know what it's like. Right. And he's just a 20, whatever year old or 23 year old kid. Right. Well, the law says this. Well, just, 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 mm-hmm. hang on a second. Right. There's a lot of emotion. This is all emotional right yeah. now. Yeah. Right. So, but we have to wear all these different hats mm-hmm. and it's, it can be trying. And yeah. along with a pastor, you know, I don't know how many guys I've prayed with. I don't know how many guys I've held their hand as they took them their last breath. Yeah. You know? And then that's always been a thing <clears throat> thing with me, and that's why I tell – I train my kids. and I train my kids. I'm, I mean, technically, that's what I'm doing. But, mm-hmm. like, I tell them. So, like, when I get pulled over, 
uh, every window goes down. Mm-hmm. All the lights come on. All the weed smoke goes out. Oh, all the yeah. weed smoke goes out. No. <laughs> and the first time I got pulled over with my kids, they're like, Dad, what are you doing? Why are you rolling my window down? I said, all windows go down. I oh. said, and every light I can comes on. I said, because what you just said, y'all have to wear every hat. But that first hat you're going to have on is, is this dude home. about to shoot me? I'm yes. going home. So I said, if I can take that out of them in between that 20 feet from their car to my car, that's, that's, that's all I'm doing. Yeah. Is I'm, I'm just making him, okay. And, and so, if it's nighttime, turn your interior light on. Well, that's, Put, that's, what, I'm, out the window, that's what I meant window. by I turn all my yeah. lights on. The, every yeah. light that can come on comes yeah. on. And well, I tell them, I said, you never know if you've got a jumpy rookie. Yeah, exactly. And every parent True. that has skin in the game has had that conversation mm-hmm. with their child. Yeah. Yeah. I don't care what your racial make makeup yeah. is. Every parent has had that conversation mm-hmm. with their child. Yeah. And, uh, you know, stop. They, they've got to stop being their friend and be their parent. That's yeah. right. You know, because. Because uh, if, if, if you're their parent when they need you to be, you're going to be their friend when they. Right. It's, it's going to come back around. My, both of my kids have asked me, says, why do you and mom worry about me? I said, because you're our kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's said, our job. I said, that's our job. That's a parent's job. I'm going to worry about y'all until the day they put me in a pine box. Yep. Yeah, you're damn right. And you don't understand so, that until you mm-hmm. become a parent. And it's like, right. oh, yeah. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, mom and dad. Mm-hmm. I, you, you, yeah, there's a little, I mean, it lights up a little bit when they turn eighteen. You're, you know, you're no longer liable for them. Yeah. Fucking up. Yeah. You're like, yeah. It's like it, if you kick the bucket. Yeah, it, it's not on you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not going to get sued if you run over somebody's mailbox or right. whatever. You know yeah. what I mean? But okay, now you're on your own, but we'll support you. Yeah, yeah. We'll come see you. Yeah, in visiting hours. Right. Yeah, I believe it's healthy for a kid to ask and question things. You know, once they get older. But if you're a good parent sure. and you can explain to them why. Yeah. yeah. And help them through that phase. And then, you know, when they do become a parent, then they really get it. just really changes the perspective. I well, think as soon as any child is at some age and the parents will know when they're able to comprehend and, and have a discussion, right? I think discussion should start early. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Encourage them to ask questions, yeah. right? Because, you know, they're not learning. And who knows what they're learning at school, right? Jeez. Yeah. And so who these knows? discussions, and it's not just do this because I said, baby, we, we, we wash the dishes so that – we can we have a nice house when we're done in case somebody mm-hmm. comes by, yeah. or and we have clean dishes to eat when it's time to eat breakfast, right. Yeah. right? And we put our things up so that we don't get rats or what. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, yeah. There's reasoning for yeah. everything. Yeah. yeah, and I want my daughter to be a strong, independent person, but I also want her to have good core values. Yeah, it's like this is why mm-hmm. we think the way we mm-hmm. think, or we yeah. act the way we act, or that we do and, what we do. And that conversation, especially for the father, is going to be different. Yeah. Whether it's when you're talking to your daughter compared to your son. Mm-hmm. You know, I told my daughter, I said, I don't want you to ever have to depend on a man to take yeah, care of sure. you ever Yeah, in your life. Right. And I told both my, especially my son, when he started getting old enough where girls were starting, I said, look, any animal can procreate. Mm-hmm. Just because you make a baby doesn't make you a father. Mm-hmm. A father is made by what you do with that child Amen. while you're at home. Amen. And a lot of kids are screaming for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But what I tell them, I said, okay, I understand. Your dad's not in the picture. Let that be your catalyst to get out of your situation mm-hmm. and be that better person. Yeah. Don't use that as a crutch 
are an excuse mm-hmm. to be a drain on society. Yeah, bingo. Yeah. I even, it was a 30-year-old man. I lost my dad when I was 33. Um, he was never a bad person. He was an alcoholic, a lifelong alcoholic, but he was passive. And, you know, later in life, he was absent. But I remember getting to an age where I was like, I kind of missed my dad being that dad figure. Like, yeah. I appreciated him as a friend and a buddy, but, man, I really kind of needed mm-hmm. that per even – Coming into my 30s, like I need that role model, that authority, or something to lean on um, to, you know, help keep guiding you through life. And that's the perspective you get as you get older and more understanding of how to be a good human being. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was five when I lost mine. Diabetes mm-hmm. killed my dad. So when I was telling my story earlier, I talked about two different guys that I respected. They were my mentors, not mm-hmm. just as cops, but as men. Yeah. Mentorship. That's the yeah. best way to be. Yeah. And so Absolutely. I, I, whether it be in church or wherever, I would meet people and, and I would gravitate, right, to, I'm like, wow, I don't know what he's got, but I want some of that, mm-hmm. yeah. you know? Yeah, there's just that aura yeah. about him. You can, people can pick up on But again, it's up to that individual to seek that out, right? Yeah. But if they're young enough, I mean, we got boys and girls clubs, right? I mean, there's how many different organizations in this yeah. country that are there to be mentors because of the absent father progress well, problem that we them, have. You can't yeah. call them boys club no more, sir. Well, I don't know what it is. <laughs> Listen, but you know what I mean? I mean, yeah. there's, there's mentorship programs yeah. throughout the country because there is a lack of father in the home. Yeah. Sure. Well, you, at any age, I mean, you lost yours at five. Mm. I lost mine at 33, 14. I, yeah. 14. He still has his daddy. He's, yeah. he's privileged. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What about well, bastard? Was, I know. Bastard. I know. Mine was even dadding me yesterday. Yeah. See, that's okay. Yeah. yeah that's Probably. awesome. Yeah. Well, that's my, what about you? Still? Mine was different. My uh, my mom was gone when I was thirty four. Mm-hmm. Okay. She passed away two days after her fifty fourth birthday. Yeah. And uh, didn't find out till years later. And I think this is why I'm still doing what I do mm-hmm. is because of her influence and what happened to her. Is uh, she was actually murdered by my father? Oh my god! Ooh. Wow! Whoa! Uh, but we didn't find this out till years later. Yeah. So me and my father were never close anyway. He was not a good man. Okay. I didn't learn a lot of the things that I hold dear to my heart from him. I learned from my mother, from your mom, yeah, and from some other male influences mm-hmm. I had growing up. Yeah. Uh, so were they uncles or outside the family? Uh, and uncle and. And two that come to mind were outside the family. You sought them, or kinda, yeah, kind of met them and just yeah. gravitated gravitated towards them. Yeah, yep. that's what I mean. Okay. Yeah, yep. it happens. And that's thank God for those guys. Yeah, and my mom's a great role model. But I think as you grow into being in the manhood, a man, yeah, man, I'd, hey, there's no manual when yeah. you're 16, right? No, okay, no, look, no, your nuts no. are dropped, mm-hmm. and here's here's yeah. what you got to do. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I'm sure it's Good the luck. same for girls, right? Like they're gonna eventually gravitate back towards their mother for yeah. the right. motherly advice mm-hmm. and that. That matriarchal <clears throat> bond, whatever right. it need to be, but and the rebellious stage that we talked about earlier comes from. Well, I'm not gonna list, do all these rules. I don't have to. I got my little taste of freedom, right? Mm-hmm. Until you have your first run in with consequence. There you yeah. go. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Whether it be law enforcement getting or, a ticket or, or, or a wreck or, or credit card. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. still, I mean, you may get one at 18, but you may be 22 before you realize. Yeah. Oh shit. Whoops. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Got to make changes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, well, I mean, and that's just it. You, uh, you know, I went off to college, and I'm sitting there going, "Oh, I'm free." And then those bills start coming in. Yeah. yeah. And I, because I was paying the freight, not mom and dad. Yeah. 
And wow. But it's everything. It's it's weight. It's body weight. I went to his office yeah. the other day and they put me on the scale. I'm like, God, I but I need to make changes. Pay it, be more conscientious of what I put in my body, how I treat myself. Mm-hmm. Um, because that influences people below me. Children there. I mean, you know, you yeah. you want to be the best you can be for the future generations. I had a, and myself. <laughs> I went on the limb past 70. <laughs> I had a guy I tell me going. a long time ago, the best thing that you can leave your kids is an example. Can, mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And the most valuable thing that you can give somebody is your time. Mm. Amen to that. Mm-hmm. Time is priceless. Yeah. yeah. There's no dollar value for it. Yeah. yeah That's a beautiful closing cause, remark. Because yeah, yep. things, are, things are just things. Yeah. It's that being yeah. there. It's that one-on-one with your son or your daughter or both, mm-hmm. you know, your neighbor, your neighbor, mm-hmm. your peer. I'm in a peer support group that, in my department that, you know, if something happens, then, you know, if they reach out, then we can say, Hey, because we've all kind of been through it. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Let's mm-hmm. talk. Yeah. Um, a friend of mine that uh, I work with comes up to the, the chief with me. Mm-hmm. And at one point he had four fatalities on his workload and and I called him. I said, "Come on, let's go." He's like, "Oh man!" I, I said, "Come on, let's go." Yeah. And we don't sit at the bar. We sit in a chair and we mm-hmm. talk it out. And yeah. you good? Yeah, I'm good. Okay, let's go. Nice. Well, and that's just it with uh, law enforcement. You you keep a lot of things. There's stuff that you don't tell your wife. You don't. Your kids don't need to know about. Yeah. It's not important. You're compartmentalizing it. Yeah. Uh, but. Especially early on in my career, you didn't go because, oh, yeah, the department will pay for it. If you need to go talk to somebody, that didn't happen because you were afraid it would get back. Yeah. And you would be labeled or they'd find a way. To yeah, there's a the huge door. stigma on it back in the day. Mm-hmm. I yeah. think it's it's not as much anymore. Yeah. It's good. Yeah, people yeah. have to have a have a, a, a way to let out what they've internalized and compartmentalized. Yeah. 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 have that outlet. Otherwise, I work in an office full of women. Otherwise, you're less of a person, right? That, t- that chips away at you. Well, and, and my thought process, and I'm only going to speak for myself, was that like I never, I didn't want to go and maybe possibly put on Xanax or whatever yeah. because what if I was in a shooting? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then all that gets brought yeah. up, and, you know, I, I don't know what type of stigma there is in the legal community about that, but yeah. I didn't want it. Yeah, there right. goes there goes your livelihood. Oh well, he was medicated, and and right. yeah, we can't hire him anymore. Right. That's, so you know, you just suffer through it and suffer in silence, or you know, whatever. Yeah, I think that stigma's. I think it's on the precipice of being. Well, I, I know the mental health, the mental health as far as uh, police officers go, is, is improving. Yeah. Meaning, maybe not improving, but there's uh, more attention. T Cole just came out with a peer support network app. Mm-hmm. You know, that where you could reach out to and say, hey, guys, I need to talk about this or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I think agencies um, have designated people that they can reach out to. And yeah. um, I talked to a lieutenant from a neighboring department the other day, and I said, look, any of your young guys want to talk, tell them to give them my number. Yeah. You know, just because I've been through a lot of stuff, too, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. So on and off the job. Good, Good networking and good yeah, I can't think of the right term for it right now. But you're helping each other out. Well, we try to. Yeah. 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 And the deal is, you know, we we may not see each other every day of the week, but we know that I know if I need something, I can call Barney, and he yeah. knows if he needs something, he can call me or, or whoever. And uh, 
you don't get that in a lot of professions, if you will. Mm-hmm. And uh, and maybe that is because of what doesn't make us special by any means. But, but the stuff that you have to do. But deal what with. we deal with. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Like he said, you know, you, you have to hold somebody's hand or mm-hmm. you have to deal with a kid being hurt real bad or killed or something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, and, the part of, and part of the job, whether any type of law enforcement, whether it's a constable, as a sheriff, or as a deputy or a police officer, it's it's giving back okay. to the yeah. community. Service. It's, yeah. it's that service again. Yeah. You know, you got to protect and serve, but I can't tell you how many tires I've changed in my career mm. or how many people I've given a ride to because their car broke down or they were walking and it's 110 degrees outside. Mm-hmm. That's part of being in law enforcement. Mm-hmm. Amen. Yeah. It, it's not about, like I said, it's not all about handcuffs and tickets. Right. But a lot of people see it as that. Yeah. I remember one time, I, I don't remember what I did, but I remember being back in the patrol room and said, damn, I actually got to help somebody today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's That's pretty something awesome. You don't have to compartmentalize. Yeah. It's something that, yeah, yeah. brings you back to your human level. And, yeah. and, and I think uh, at some point, the my brother being a police officer, but but it comes, the, the profession comes back around and you start feeling that side of the coin yeah. a little more. Yeah. And the older you get. Yeah. 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 It might be the more you years, recognize, it yeah. might be 20 years, Yeah, mm-hmm. but, but you start recognizing that there is an art well, and the in, more, in that. And the more involved you get with your community, they, they have, when you're able to talk to them and, and on a human level, they're like, these people are an integral part of the community. They the community doesn't exist. And vice versa. Yeah. Right. Same. Right? Yeah. 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 I think that's, that's been our coin phrase for the last few episodes is like just rehumanizing people that, mm-hmm. um, that should be mm-hmm. seen. Or, or just stop it right there, just rehumanizing people. Yeah. 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 Amen. Yeah. Because not everybody you encounter on a call is a piece of shit. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. True. There are some. Yeah. There are some. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. I'm, I'm whooped. Guys, yeah. thank y'all. It's three hours. That's awesome, man. Is it? This oh is my God. Yeah. This is Joe Rogan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. crap. I we think got this, some deep. I didn't, know it was that, I didn't know it was that long. It, go, it goes fast. It does. It, it does. does. Yeah, I hope we didn't bore y'all. No, and, and no. I want to say something real quick before we go. Uh, this whole thing that we've done, uh, get to know your local elected officials, it's really opened my eyes, and it's crazy because – and you guys might be the last one. We don't. We I, unless we reach out to somebody else. Uh, but um, Joe Biden might come. On, yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, Joe he Biden. Might. Might. We're still he waiting. Might. Still waiting on his phone waiting call. For that, yeah. I want to sit right over there with <laughs> access to a mic. <laughs> we we told them, but I don't know if but, they forgot. But it's really blown yeah. my mind a little bit. And and doing these podcasts every once in a while, you know, you just you you kind of, it kind of get, you get wore down, and you're like, man, so I don't know if I want anymore to mess with it anymore. But then stuff like this happens to when you bring a you bring a constable on to talk about what you do and then you go down the the rabbit hole of what we just went through man so it's really it's really cool to uh, bring you guys on and i hope i hope we can get this out to as many people people as possible because i hope it does what it what bringing you guys not just not not to necessarily you two guys but the majority of people that we've brought on it's really we've really been able to i think humanize mm-hmm. that role mm-hmm. or that position so i mean it, it's been really cool to uh to go through that journey with all you guys. So, man, it, like it's, it. it's been awesome. Yep, I did. And it takes all of us. It takes everybody sure. to make everything work right. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So. Do you have any uh, philosophical closing remarks or anything yeah. you'd like to say? 
any wisdom from many moons of being in the job? Before we do close, I, I did something just clicked in my mind. How uh, on in your position, you see you got another two more years? Uh, I'm years? up for re-election now. Now? Oh, oh okay. okay. Oh. Yeah, I'm on the ballot. Oh, right okay. Awesome. I can't vote for him, though. I'm precinct two. Yeah. Right. Is anybody yeah. opposing you? No. Nice. Okay. So you... In fact, back. in fact, all, all, all four of us are up for election, and nobody has an opponent. All, okay. all four. Constables. Awesome. Who are the other three? Uh, precinct one right now is Rex Hoskins. Okay. Uh, when his term ends, it will be uh, Greg. You I said, thought, you I thought his term was ending because he's running for sheriff. Leveling. He is. It, yeah, Greg. Le- yeah, once his term ends, oh, okay. next this coming January, then it'll be Greg Leveling. Okay. Precinct two is Galen Wiley. Okay. I'm in precinct three, and then Kevin Huffman's in four. Okay. Shout out, Kevin. Hey, and, and Kevin, boss man. And Kevin's is the county's most senior constable. This will be his uh, fifth term. Oh, wow. And what are we in? Out here? Two. 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 Yeah, okay. We're in two. Yeah. Um, oh, there you go. If you see any of those constables out on the yeah. town, stop and say hello to them. Ask them how the day is going. Just strike up a conversa- conversation. Yeah. That's always yeah. welcome. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. All Thank right. you, guys. I appreciate it. Man, Thank you, man. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you all. Holy Fun cow. What a yep. freaking great episode. <laughs> <laughs> Three hours in. Is, yeah. this a, is this a... I think it's the record. That's the longest one so far. Yeah. longest video. I think y'all beat the sheriff. So. Well, here's the thing. Like, I mean, we'll find out when the edited version comes out. If it's only like, you yeah. know, an, <laughs> hour, an hour and a half. <laughs> Excuse me. We don't do any editing, sir. Oh, that's right. Only, only if requested. I do have that one time markdown if you decide you want to... Yeah. I think it'll be all right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't think you have to worry about it. No, I think it'll be all right. I think it's good. All All right, right, guys. That's it for us. It was awesome. Good night. Adios. Peace. The Whiskey Bros Around the Table. Gracias por convivir con los hermanos Whisky.